This is 36ers Live on SEM. Thanks to Wayville and Southern Mitsubishi, driven by Australian Motors and Panasonic Air Conditioning. Come home to your perfect environment. Welcome to the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. It's the Sixers taking on the Breakers in the final home game for the Adelaide 36ers in NBL 24. My name's Paul, Paul Bonza. I can't even say my own name today. My name's Paul Bonza. Alongside me, Rupert Sapper. Sapper, how are you? I am very well, Bonds. And uh, yes, last game of the season for the 36 is still plenty to play for and a whole lot to play for if you're New Zealand Breakers. Yes, we'll get into that a bit later as well. And uh, Tom Abercrombie also going to play his last game in Adelaide. Yeah, look, uh, wonderful stalwart in the NBL. Multiple championship winner with his Breakers. Uh, I just thought he always had the NBA body, so uh, he's kept that NBA-like body going for a long time now, but he's going to call it quits. And, uh, yeah, all class all the way, Thomas Abercrombie. Fantastic career, and uh, we certainly hope for New Zealand Breakers that his career extends a few more games yet. Another sellout crowd, Sapper. It's been amazing since just before Christmas. It's been sellout after sellout after sellout when Adelaide been sitting on the bottom of the ladder in the bottom two. It's been uh, a credit to the Adelaide crowd and to the Adelaide front office for selling out game after game. The game night package is outstanding. And look, to be fair, the the, the actual game uh, that the Sixers have put together since New Year's has been pretty flash as well, I think. So, yeah, there's a lot to uh, be excited about if you're a 36ers fan each and every game night. Another sellout. Those corners are full early bond. It's hot outside and a well-air-conditioned Adelaide Entertainment Centre here to see what we think will be a very highly contested game. We're here for Panasonic Air Conditioning, built for extremes and for Weibo and Southern Mitsubishi, driven by Australian Motors. Now, Sapper, during the week uh, on the run home with Kimbo on the reach, Jason D caught up with them. We're going to play that interview and then uh, come back for all the action here, give you the ins and outs from both teams and talk about which what is a critical game as far as the New Zealand Breakers mean. It might be a critical game for Scott and this as well, but uh, we'll let you listen to uh, the interview with Jason Gide and we'll be back after that. This is 36ers Live on SEM. Thanks to Wayville and Southern Mitsubishi, driven by Australian Motors and Panasonic Air Conditioning. Come home to your perfect environment. Welcome back to the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. We're not far away from tip-off here, about 17 minutes away. Paul Bonzer and Rupert Sapwell with you. We're here for Panasonic Air Conditioning, built for extremes and for Wavell and Southern Mitsubishi, driven by Australian Motors. Sapper, let's have a look at the permeations of this game and what it means for the breakers as we speak, with another game going on at the minute. Well, 12 seconds to go with the Melbourne United-Illawarra Hawks game. Hawks are down to the Mel- to Melbourne United by six points. That will mean, if we go to the ladder that the Hawks finish on 14 and 14. New Zealand win this. They also finish on 14 and 14. But if they win by more than 10 points or thereabouts, even less now, then they move to fourth with a chance at a very unlikely um, top four finish and therefore home final. So really good home play in final uh, potentially in that second round if they make it there. So... So, Massive. so for our uh, family that's listening over in New Zealand at the moment, their team needs to win by 10 points or more to secure that, that home play-in final. Yeah, it seems so. So it seems like a very simple equation, and we'll do more as the game yes. goes on, Bonds. But 
Yeah, it's the, one of the magical things about NBL 24 is that they say every moment matters. And it's come down to the last game again, Bonds. It it last, last year it was a do-or-die play-in for the Perth Wildcats, and they snuck in by the skin of their teeth. And this year it's... Uh, Another opportunity for New Zealand breakers to do what no one thought they would do, and that is you know, get back after they were nowhere halfway through the season with injuries and illness, and they managed to keep their nerve and uh, get their full squad back together and playing some pretty good basketball now, and they might even go in today as favourites. Well, let's speak about a couple of people that are missing. You mentioned injuries there. Anthony Lamb is out for New Zealand. Um, but Trey Kerr was out for the 36s. That's uh, a big hit to the Sixers' pocket. It is, and uh, I don't even think that's a straight swap. You know, I yep. think Anthony Lamb has been uh, an MVP candidate all year for the New Zealand Breakers, and he's a, a massive out-do-it-all kind of guy. Trey Kell, uh, no question he's incredibly important to the Sixers. And again, one of those guys that fills up gaps and can guard one to four and score when they need to. And other than DJ Vasiljevic, Sixers haven't had that throw it to a guy and get things done type of role uh, without Trey Kell. So they've struggled without Kell out there in the lineup. I think they'll struggle again to today. New Zealand with everything to play for and Adelaide really only pride to play for and maybe, you know, putting their name forth to uh, potential suitors for next year. So they're playing for contracts. But I don't think that's as powerful as playing for a home final. New Zealand, I think, with all the energy today. Coming off a really good win against Brisbane as well in a, in a game that Brisbane had to win and uh, they got the job done uh, against Brisbane and uh, yeah you would think they would come into the building quite confident of getting the result today well you know and, and look Will McDowell White's been up and down all year but he seems to have regained that form and he's been an uh, outstanding playmaker and very good scoring when he wants to be as well so I think he's been asked to score more in his current role where without Lamb out there and that's also opened up his you know playmaking game so very important piece Will McDowell White today for the Breakers and yeah massive win against Brisbane who had all of that to play for as well and we're able to get the job done and well New Zealand's a tough place to win so anyone who yes. has to come and play them in the final would be not relishing that opportunity. We mentioned uh, just before that Jason Caddy interviewed Tom Abercrombie plays his for uh, well, in his final season he's announced his retirement what a player he's been in the NBL. He has uh, ex exceptional defender you know, reliable offensive player stalwart of the game there's not too many one team guys that play 350 plus games yeah. or thereabouts. Never Crombie's just been, uh, you know, well, awesome four, for 426 at his now, so he's over. He's over 400 games. Yeah. Well, that puts him in absolute elite company, let alone yeah. with one team. So. You know, incredible career, Tom Abercrombie uh, was certainly a lot more to play for. He still looks like he's got more in a tank. He's got a good-looking yes. body. You know, like he's uh, long and athletic and still can worry teams. He still gets defensive assignments. You don't give defensive assignments to washed-up guys with bad knees and stuff like that, but clearly he's got other things he wants to do, and I no doubt he'll be a success off the court. But, yeah, with everything to play for in his final season, and that'd be an emotional connection to trying to do as much as they can for for someone who's been such a legend of the New Zealand Breakers Club. And uh, Daniel Foto, one of the, his teammates, has got the pink hair with a number 10 in his head today, so uh, for self, which well, is outstanding yeah, as well. Yeah, look, that, that's, a, that's a big call to make. I don't think I'd be uh, you know, dyeing my hair <laughs> for anyone who's... Uh, it just goes to show what the influence he's had around the club, yes. and, and for particularly some of those young New Zealand players who have grown up uh, seeing Tom Abercrombie in, in very good tall blacks units. He was probably part of that uh, fourth place finish a few years ago in the early Definitely. 2000s as well. So he's done a lot for his country, a lot for his club. And yeah, look, they'll be uh, looking to send him off in style.
players being introduced as we speak. Uh, Boomer's squad for the Asian qualifiers was announced this week, and 436 is in that squad. DJ Vasilovic, Isaac Humphreys, Mitch McCarran, and Nick Marshall um, getting a, a berth in that squad as well. Yeah, look, yeah, exciting, uh, very yes. much so, and you know, you've got a nice blend of, of age uh, and in, you know youth in there as well. And then you've got couple of guys that are right in the prime of their career in, in DJ and, and Isaac so yeah nice to see uh, Adelaide 36ers there it probably also helps that they're out of the finals and they can fully um, commit to something like that so yes you know I would say that that's uh, one of the reasons but to have a, a little FIBA window there where you've got some players who are don't have to you don't have to drag them from overseas to, to come and play and and they're in season form you know they're very fit they're ready to go I think it's a wise decision by basketball Australia to include that mix um, interesting uh, name in there too Kai Savage not many people would have seen or know who Kai Savage is but he's a 17 or 18 year old Tasmanian who yep. played with uh, my boys down in Devonport a couple of years ago and he's an absolute scoring machine and keep an eye on Kai Savage he'll be someone to to watch in the NBL and not too distant future uh, also, Rocco Zakarski in that squad as well. Um, some some other young guns, Ben Henschel from Perth, um, Taryn Armstrong from from the Taipans. It's great to see this youth being uh, in in the green and gold of Australia. Well, yeah, and like I mentioned, Mitch McCarran's influence there. He's going to be. Uh, it's like he's a registered childcare worker at a crash. <laughs> but he's uh, you know, what a what an excellent leader to have around those young boys as well. So I think that's a strategic move by BA to put someone like that in there. But yeah, awesome opportunity for some of those young guns to fire themselves at international level. And I look, they've. Most of them, if not all of them, have already played games for Australia yeah. of, of some form. And so it's just about trying to bring through and uh, continually nourish and, you know, I guess water the garden, so to speak, and make sure that there's plenty left for, you know, when players have to, you know, retire and you guys come in. It's uh, the first time we've seen New Zealand here uh, this year and the first time we've seen Parker Jackson Cartwright. And we were talking just during that ad break... Um, We've seen some small players in the NBA in the NBL and be very successful. Jerome Randall played for Adelaide and for Sydney, but he was a lot, I guess, more solidly built than Jackson Cartwright. He's he's a small man. He is absolutely diminutive. Right in front of us is a players race, and a whole bunch of little kids keep their hand out to get a few high fives. And I thought some kid had gone into the players race and was walking out. He is absolutely tiny. But that's where the, the, the small jokes stop. Because he is absolute ball. He's lightning Correct. quick, impossible to guard. When you got someone that quick being chased by... I mean, he makes everyone look slow. Yes. But getting chased around like that, he's... Uh, I mean, he was the MVP of the Bundesliga in Germany last year. I mean, he's a, he's a seasoned international professional who, you know... Like, Europe's no joke in terms of physicality. And Australian NBL is, again, to, to you know, to quote a... And often, quote, there's no cupcake league either. You know, it's yeah. a very physical league, and yet, you know, you can't, you can't beat what you can't catch in his respect. And he's been very, very quick. And if it, if the New Zealand breakers are to get out, it's probably because he's scoring at will, and no one's going to be able to stop him. And what I think happens, and when the Sixers struggle, is that they get into high pick and rolls, and the guards able to turn the corner on the defending big and get to the basket. Now, I don't know. Anyone in the 36ers is going to be able to stay in front of Parker Jackson Cartwright today. Sunday's our Sunday Jets is a, the most noted 36er defender, but he will be used sparingly, I would imagine, again, unless uh, you know, 
Parker Jackson Cartwright gets going. So, yeah, look, it's a hard one to, to know how that'll play out, but he is definitely a, uh, a number one on the scout, I would have thought, as far as the 36 is concerned. Yeah, we are certainly looking forward to watching him run around here today and just see that elite speed. Um, and another matchup that I'm looking forward to is watching Wiley and Cheatham go at it all night and to see their energy on court. Yeah, well, it's very rare that you see anyone match Jacob Wiley's effort and intensity. Silent Cheatham, I mean, I just saw him there put his head on the ring in the, in the warm-ups, but he's high energy as well. He's recovering from an injury. He's out for a, a number of weeks during this, but the New Zealand Blakers clearly rate him uh, as an athlete and as a teammate, and they've kept him around, and he's able to uh, work his way back in, and you'll see what is close to fully fit Cheatham tonight. But, yeah, a uh, bit of everything. Can go inside and out. Very, very judicious with his three-point shooting, but he's got a nice form, so he can definitely shoot that. But around the basket, you know, incredible. And you'll see some alley-oop dunks for him. He'll sit, uh, be involved in some pick-and-rolls, you know, with Will McDowell-White and Jackson Cartwright. Uh, and that's a that's a real target at the end of those lobs. So a bit of everything. You know, it sits and waits for his time to happen, doesn't force himself on games. And, um, yeah, I think uh, Sixers fans will be in for a treat here. He's a unique athlete, Treatham. Rubastathius is uh, also another player next star um, that we haven't seen live. I'm looking forward to having a look at how he goes as well. Yeah, Rips the Vicious is... Uh, is, that, really... is that how you're going with it? Yeah, Rips the Vicious. Rips the Vicious. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, look, I, yeah, next star, I really like him, and here's why I like him. The New Zealand breakers are using him as a defender. Yes. Who just happens to be able to score really well. You know, he's got, uh, he's going, he's an absolute uh, burner from the field in terms of his field goals. Uh, he's getting shots up real quick, but he plays at both ends. And, and he's getting under the, you know, like he's getting under the uh, skin of a lot of people. You saw, uh, you know, Perth Wildcats get upset with him a couple of weeks ago. And, and uh, Bryce Cotton certainly didn't like his attention. And he's long. He understands the European game, big brain on him as well, but to, uh, to see him being used as a primary defender, uh, and, and, and since the time that he's been starting, which has only been sort of the last third of the season, breakers have also done really well. So uh, what you lose with Anthony Lamb going out, you gain with uh, you know, Rips to Vicious, and his stock for NBA is going up really well. And, yes. you know, I think in half of their mind, they'd be thinking, geez, it'd be a shame to lose him because he's doing so well. I actually think he's one of the top two informed uh, next stars in the league at the moment. You put Alex Saar in, in there as well with the Perth Wildcats, but I think Rupster Vicious has been a real revelation for New Zealand as well. And they, they tend to do well, uh, New Zealand, with their next star selections. They're very well connected to Europe. With Modi Mayor's got some great connections over there, obviously, and they don't seem to miss too often with their next star selections. We're about five minutes away from tip-off here in Adelaide. Another full house, a sold-out crowd. I think it's seven in a row now, Sapper, which has been amazing. Um, let's uh, talk about the elephant in the room by the name of Scott Ninnis. <laughs> Not calling him an elephant, of course. But Scotty's down there coaching what might be his last game for the 36ers or it might get him a new contract next year. Have you got a feeling either way? Yeah, look, it's a it's a shame that um, that sort of stuff comes up and I certainly haven't uh, helped that situation, I'm sure. But, you know, like it says my comments during the week. But... I will say that I think he's done enough to to warrant reselection as a coach. Yes. Now, what I believe is that even if they get Brian Gorgian, who's the other big name mentioned at the moment, uh, Scott Ninnis will be assistant. So, I, you know, either way, I think Scott Ninnis is coaching at the 36ers next year, and that might be 
the best of both worlds if they can manage to snag Brian Gorgian and I don't think there's anyone in South Australia who would go oh that's a dumb choice but I think there's a there's an emotional connection that Scott Ninnis has with uh, the, the club and the state and I know a lot of people are, uh, are pulling for Scott Ninnis's you know record to continue to improve and he's done a great job since you know basically the Melbourne United win uh, early January so he's had a gone on a really good run there and it's only been in the last couple of weeks that they've you know lost some tough games but they've you know they've turned that around and what I love about Scott is he's, he's made some tough calls in terms of playing rotations he's also changed the style of game yes. Sixers were the worst or the second worst scoring team in the competition before that and now they won the top two so and it, ever since so I think he's he's done a good job he stamped his style of game on there and uh, I don't know he's a mate for sure but you know I love my club and I don't want to see the club um, languish down around the bottom of the ladder again but I also feel like he's got uh, enough um, vision and strength of vision to put forward what he wants and develop a style of play that players will buy into and that the you know, Sixers community can recognise as 36 of basketball so no one's going to say no to Brian Gorgian if he arrives but he what I imagine would come with a hefty price tag and a hefty shopping list yes. so uh, yeah that's going to be is, something well, is, that that what, is that what the club needs like do we need obviously one of the best coaches that's ever coached in this league do we need does Adelaide need that and what comes with it does it need the expense can it afford to have Georgian coaching this team well that's 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 a question only Grant Kelly can answer the 36ers owner he's the one who's going to put his hand in his pocket and, and try and get what the um, you know, Brian Gorgian or the next coach thinks that we need and you know personally if you look around the league I think you need eight a rotation of eight I think that's what you need I think you need eight genuine NBL difference makers and if I'm, you know, if you look over at the championship teams of the last seven or eight years, half of them have been or, or identify as defenders. They're yes. not, they're not, uh, you know, you look at the Perth Wildcats teams with Bryce Cotton, he was surrounded by thugs, you know, and they were the ones who just dowered defensively. They fought for offensive rebounds. They made extra passes. They didn't even look at the basket. So, you know, you get that type of mix in. And it's not necessarily going to be expensive, but it's going to be shrewd um, investments in, you know, the right type of player. And you just got to decide, you know, who you want to be. And and uh, coaches like Brian Gorgian and uh, Scott Ninnis will have a fair idea of what they need. And they're going to have a shopping list at the end of the year that's going to either cost a, a lot or not. And, you know, there's no question that, um, you know, Brian Gorgian, who's hardly ever finished out of the top four, that's the first step for the Sixers. You know, someone, a coach who can get them there. I'm still backing Scott Ninnis to be able to, to do that, but if it's not Scott Ninnis, then everyone thinks, you know, why, why not Brian Gorgian? He is, he is proven the best, and it'd be hard-pressed to prove he's not. Um, just before we go off that topic, um, I would love to see the club just sneak Trevor Gleeson in the back door um, and just get that done and keep <laughs> Scotty as assistant, and uh, that would be my preferred option. I've just been told by... The uh, media manager of the Adelaide 36, Dale Fletcher. New Zealand have to win by seven or more yep. to get that um, that home home play in final. Yep. So it's that close. Yeah. And look, you know, what's the uh, what's the incentive for Adelaide to, to rain on that parade? You know, like there's nothing better than be the to play the role of foil late in the season, and the Sixers are going to play carefree and and do what they um, you know do what they want to do and that is run as much as they can 
going to be hard to press to find avenues against the uh, New Zealand Breakers half-court defense. It's not as good as it used to be, the Breakers defense. They've yes. gone a little bit more offensive-minded, but they'll still be uh, a force to be reckoned with in the half-court. So, yeah, Adelaide wanted to get out and, and run a little bit. So it's going to be one of those high-scoring games. And if it's 100 to 107, that works for the Breakers, doesn't it? You know, it so does. uh, I think it's not about the percentage for this game. It's actually about the total points scored against the total points um, given up. But it's since they're all so close and playing so many games, it really just comes down to you know an actual point for a game. And that's why it's so exciting to have this last game of the season and so much riding on it. Just about ready to get underway. We'll give you the starting five. Sapper, if you give us New Zealand starting five there. Yeah, Parker Jackson, Cartwright, Will McDowell, White, Mango, Mathiang, Mantis, Rubster, Vicious, and Zylan Cheatham for the breakers. And for the Sixers, Jason Gaddee starts in lieu of the injured Trey Kell, Isaac Humphreys, Nick Marshall, Kyron Galloway, Dejan Vasiljevic. We're here for Panasonic Air Conditioning and driven by Australian Motors. Paul Bondaroo, but Sap, we're with you. Last home game for the Adelaide 36ers in front of a sellout crowd at the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. It'll be Humphreys up against Matty Yank. And as always, the noise in this building is loud at the start of the game. A great home crowd. And we get to get underway. New Zealand in their peak strip. Adelaide in the heritage royal blue pinstripe. Parker Kitewright pulls up from the elbow. His first shot short. Vasilovic the board. Nick Marshall with the job. Uh, the unenviable job on Jackson Cartwright. He has good length. Good luck, Nick. Vasilovic swings it to Galloway. Hand off to Gadee. Back to Vasilovic at the top. Seven on the shot clock. Double team. Drives on Rubis Dishes. That's short as well. Didn't even touch the iron. So a couple of poor shots early in this one. McDowell White into the corner. Rubastitius kicks out to McDowell White. Rubastitius takes a shot from three, and that's off the mark as well. Vasilovic drives for the hoop. His shot's short as well. So there's some ugly shooting early. McDowell White might have... Uh, Heard a finger there, but he seems to be okay. He plays on. Parker Cartwright kicks it out to McDowell White. The hyphens combine. Cheatham, spin move on Galloway, who swats it against the board. One block to Galloway already. He is long, Sapper. He is long. Humphreys, the spin move on Matty Ang, and he's called for the foul. Humphreys put the basket in, but it won't count. Yeah, it's inauspicious start offensively, but excellent defense. Players are rotating with their bodies. Galloway with the highlight of the game so far with that outstanding block on Cheatham. But uh, forced, both teams forced into tough shots early just because the defense is locked in both ends. Kadee got the pick from Isaac Humphreys. Parker Cartwright got a hand in there. He was out of court. And it will be a sixes ball from the baseline. This will be funny for Jason Kiddie, although not so funny, because he's used to being the smaller, quicker one on the he court. Is. And, uh, <laughs> he's like four inches taller than Jackson Cartwright there. And Cartwright is at the you know in front of him. Like it's yeah, that's gonna be an interesting one, that one. 
Baseline ball out to Humphreys. Now Vasilovic swings it to Galloway. He puts up a triple. Can't finish. Big O-board by Isaac Humphreys. Back up and under. That doesn't go either. Can't get the roll. Kadee the rebound. He lays it in for two. Well, everyone's had a good look so far, Bonds. Lots of missed shots, but uh, Isaac Humphreys' excellent offensive rebound to get another possession for his team, and Kadee was in the right spot for the cleanup. Sixes lead it two to zip. McDowell White down the other end. He put it up for Matty Ang, who jammed it against the ring. It's on the Burbank Home scoreboard. Inspiring design. Sixes lead it two to zip. Kadee at the top. McDowell White hassled him. Big block from Matty Ang. And it should be a foul here on Kadee, I would have thought. Just dived over the top of Matty Ang. Good desperation from both teams. They've called a jump ball, I think. So that'll the yes. possession arrow will go to the Sixers. We'll see on the replay here is the big swat from Matty Ang. I mean, Kadee just dived over the top of him. No um, call. And well, the other thing could be said is that uh, Matty Ang jumped right at Kadee's knees. Took so, the legs. Yeah. yeah. If we're playing AFL, that's probably a free kick to Kadee. Second foul on Matty Ang. Yeah, well, he's got to go straight out. That's unfortunate. That's a rough one. Dane Pino check in for him. That changes the complexion of the offense for New Zealand too because um, you know, Dane Pino, excellent serviceable player, but not a lob catcher. So now all of a sudden they don't have to worry about that option for the offense. Vasilovic gets to the elbow. Step back. Is long. Cheatham with the board. Jackson Cartwright drives, so there's a foul on the floor. That was, yeah, we're going to say it a lot this game, Bonds, but that was fast transition, was. that was. And the only thing you can do is foul in that situation. And his stride length is so long as well, so really gets places. Moves fast and long strides, makes for very quick up and down the floor. Cheatham thought about the triple and goes to work on Cartwright, kicked it out with Stitius. Makes the three. That's the second open shot he's had from there. He got a side of that first one, and yeah, New Zealand running their offense really well at the moment. Got nice mix of options from lobs and pick and roll stuff, and then kickouts to shooters. And he's not afraid to shoot it. Rips to vicious, so you can see that going down. And he's a likely-looking player. Sixes with the ball. Humphreys. Got the handoff to Vasilovic, who drives to the foul line. Big block, great deep from Rubastitius. McDowell White at the other end, intercepted by Galloway. Got a hand in there, back down the other end, takes it all the way. Kyron Galloway and rolls it in for two. Two outstanding defensive plays so far in this game from Galloway. In the, in the passing lane on that one, stopped a wide open three-point shot, took it all the way down, an excellent finish. And of course, that early block. So, good start from Galloway from the defensive end. Sixers in his own now. Jackson Cartwright in the corner. Fake the three. Now kicks it out to McDowell White. His three is long. And Galloway the rebound. 36ers lead at four to three. Early days here on the Burbank Homes Inspiring Design scoreboard. Kadee nearly lost the handle. It's gone six minutes on the tyre power clock. Nothing but net on Toyo tyres. And there's a turnover. Back down the other end. Jackson Cartwright shows his speed and lays it in for two. Defence to offence. Both teams. Last two possessions. Last two scores. Both steals and full court layups. 
Nick Marshall in the corner for three. Didn't hesitate on that one, Bonds. He had his feet set. Beautiful rotation, and we had a good view of it. Nice find from Kadee. Breakers with possession. McDowell White at the top. Kicks it back to Jackson Cartwright. His triple is no good. And Pino fighting for the board. And it's a New Zealand ball. <laughs> DJ, I did see that. Swung his finger around like he wanted the replay. And was like, eh, nah, no worries. They went, nah. <laughs> his conscience took over. Still in that zone, the 36ers. It looks like they're willing to give up that top of the key three, really sagging down into the middle. So they don't really rate the Sixers, uh, sorry, the New Zealand shooters. There's Liafa. He's going to put some up. Hasn't shot well this year, Liafa, but uh, certainly capable of making them. Vasilovic swings it to Galloway, who gets into the paint, and he's had a good start. Scores again. Sixers lead at 9-5. He's Sixers' best by quite a while at the moment. Galloway has been very aggressive. Jackson Cartwright drives, draws the foul on Nick Marshall, and he will go to the line for two. It's one of those ones where if you're Nick Marshall, you've done your job, you've forced Cartwright into help. Isaac was waiting there for him, blocked the shot. It was just a foul from the side from Marshall that uh, ended up tipping that over. Early subs, McCarran in. Jacob Wiley in for Humphreys and Kadir. The uh, burger shout is shut down quickly as Jackson Cartwright makes the first. Knocks down the second, makes it a 9-7 game as Tom Abercrombie checks in to uh, some nice applause from the Adelaide fans. His last game in Adelaide. The shooting percentages at the moment, Sapper look horrible. Um, <laughs> New Zealand at 20%, Adelaide at 33. So that's for budget car and truck rental. Was Nick Marshall made his way into the paint and laid it off the glass for two more for him. Well, that's smart from the Sixers, smart from Nick Marshall. That's obviously a plan is to post Parker Jackson Cartwright. There is a one-foot advantage almost, so... Jackson Cartwright takes the three. And he's going to exploit these other speed mismatch down the other end, so... A little bit of whisper from Marshall. You're going to post me up. I'm going to dump threes on you. He's up to seven points already. It's 11-10 in favour of the 36ers. Galloway aggressive again. He draws the foul and he'll go to the line for two shots. And Pino the foul. We're here for Panasonic Air Conditioning and driven by Australian Motors. I'm not sure that the Sixers, I mean, the scout against... Jackson Cartwright is to let him shoot because they're so worried about his drives. But yes. I don't know if you want to give him open shots. I feel, felt like he was just a little bit too open there and Marshall maybe gave him too much space. Closed the gap, but you know, we get going from inside and out. Cartwright is going to be hard. Four minutes to go in the first term for tyre power. Nothing but net on Toyo tyres. Paul Bonds and Rupert Sapwell with you. And we have... Another hands foul on Nick Marshall. That's his second. Stats for budget car and truck rental. That's a rough matchup. Yeah. And Sunday Detch will check in for Marshall. Substitution for both games. In the ball game for 
He's just so quick, Saffa. You feel like you've got to reach out and put an arm in front of him to stop him from running away. Yeah, and then it draws the help over as well, yeah. and then it opens up on the weak side. So, yeah, it's a real advantage. And he just blows by Sunday Detch and lays a high floater off the glass. That was pretty. Yep. Ties it up at 12 apiece. Burbank Holmes and Brian Design scoreboard. Galloway working on Abercrombie this time. Mitch McCarran, the O-board, kicks it out to Wiley. He looks at a three. That's long. Cheatham the rebound. Jackson Cartwright up the other end, working on Detch. Good D from Detch that time. He threw it away. Sixes ball. Well, basically the entire offense for New Zealand Breakers is PJC at the moment. He's had a couple of turnovers, but also done a lot offensively. So he's opened up in very aggressive form. Sunday Detch hands off to Galloway. Guarded by Abercrombie. Now McCarran. Swings it to Detch at the top. Drives hard in this spin move. Can't make the shot. There is a foul off the ball here. Might be going on Cheatham. He cannot believe it. Not a whole lot of flow to the Sixers offense at the moment. A lot of one-on-one -on -one stuff. Not too much generated out of offense. Credit to New Zealand there. They're blowing up those early handoffs and all of a sudden then we're left. The Sixers are left trying to figure out what to do after that. And it's uh, creating some problems and leading to a lot of one-on-one. -on -one. They were real exciting plays for Tuscan Pathfavors in this quarter so far. Maybe the floater from Jackson Cartwright. And Vasilovic gives the floater of his own. Well, that's just an incredible finish. There was no way that that should have gone in. And uh, it was through a, an eye roll from Liafa and a little wink and a nod from DJ there. But it was very unlikely. Liafa left open at the top. He takes the triple. Wiley the rebound. It's a fraction long from Liartha. Lovely feed from McCarran to Detch. Detch can't finish. Pretty play, just un unrewarded. Jackson Cartwright with speed down the other end. Called for an offensive foul on Detch. No wow. Not sure how you saw that, Sapper. Ref was right there. Yeah, we didn't get a good view of it. You might see an extended arm on this replay here. Yeah, there it is. That's a really good call. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, good call from the referee and one that we didn't certainly see. But, again, that's uh, leads to Jackson Cartwright on the bench now with a little bit of foul trouble and a few too many turnovers. McCarran tried to find Wiley on a cut to the hole. It was there. It was. The pass was just a little over his head. Yep. That would have been the, something that resembled offense for the first time in a few possessions too. So game's starting to settle down a little bit, but six is still in that zone. So he's going to rely on New Zealand missing three-pointers. As Liafa does on that occasion. Hits the back of the iron. Sunday Detch with the rebound. Was hit by Abercrombie and threw it away. It's scrappy. We've got a minute 45 to go in the quarter for tyre power. Nothing but net on Toyo tyres. Yes, it's been a dour defensive struggle, hasn't it? No one's been able to get out into the into the transition like they want to, and been a one-on-one -on -one basketball after that. McDowell White at the top, guarded by Starling, still in the zone. The 36ers there's a foul off the ball. It's going on Sunday, Detch. Yeah, it's a little morphy. 
the zone that the Sixers yeah. are running. It looks like a, a zone at the start, and sometimes they stay in it, and sometimes they change to a man-to-man after the first or second pass. So um, Scott certainly bringing out some tricks and some junky defense, which is often the way to go against some very well-drilled teams. McDowell White drives through the paint, lays it off the glass. Good shot, 14 apiece. We're here for Panasonic Air Conditioning and driven by Australian Motors. Bonds and Sapper with you. Final home game for the Adelaide 36ers. New Zealand need to win by seven to get a home player play-in final. Kadee hits a long looping three. Wow, outstanding shot there. Zero time to get that off. McDowell White had closed space really quickly and Kadee had to put extra arch on it. Nothing but net. Outstanding shot. That player of the quarter for Tuscan Path favours. McDowell White swings it to the corner. Abercrombie backs down Detch. The fall away is no good. Wiley in a battle for the rebound. It comes out to Kadee. Quickly down the other end. Detch in the corner. Swings it back to Kadee on the 45. Guarded by Liafa. Got the pick from Wiley. Now a little handoff back in the corner. Wiley. Is too long. Rubstashis, the rebound. Now with McDowell White. Going to wind it down for the last shot of the quarter. Five seconds left in the quarter. McDowell White gets into the paint. The fall away is no good. So quarter time, the Adelaide 36ers lead at 17 to 14 here in Adelaide. A defensive first quarter, let's call it, and a little bit ugly. But it only gets better from here. We'll be back for the second quarter action straight after this. Quarter time here at the Adelaide Entertainment Centre, 36 lead at 17-14. We're here for Panasonic Air Conditioning and driven by Australian Motors. Paul Bonder, Rupert Sapper with you. Uh, Stats for budget car and rental. Get, get to the good stuff, 13-27-27. Sapper. Uh, look, uh, leading scorer in the game, Parker Jackson Cartwright, nine points. A little bit uh, erratic offensively, though. A few turnovers as well, but he is absolutely the biggest factor in this game. If they can contain him, the Sixers, they'll do a... a go a long way towards winning this game. Jason Kadee has started well and has a good plus-minus for his team. Five points and three rebounds. Seven of 20, 35% from the field for Adelaide. And it, it's even worse news for the New Zealand. Five of 17, 29% there. So it has not been a, a game for the ages, for the annals of beautiful basketball, but it's exactly where the Sixers want it. Another three-quarters like that. If you're a Sixer fan, you'd be pretty happy. So... Sixers look like they're going to stay in this zone. It's hard to tell there, but yeah, it is uh, hard to tell. Um, look, it's been about whether the New Zealand breakers can make three-pointers at the moment because the Sixers are giving them that three-pointer and uh, the way that the breakers have scored really is off a of penetration. So it does look like started in the zone. The breakers will get us underway in the second quarter. Lee Arthur on the 45. Jackson Cartwright at the top. Got to the elbow, thought about the shot, then swatted out of his hands by McCarran. He drives down the other end, the no-look pass to Sunday Detch. <laughs> Outstanding hands in there from Jackson Cartwright. It went out of court to be a sixes ball from the baseline. McCarran's come in here and done some nice things. Haven't resulted in many stats because he's, uh, you know, haven't been able to finish, but a couple of nice passes to Sunday Detch and some good boards as well. Detch working inside on Liafa. 
I reckon Matty Yang got a fingernail on that. Yeah, tapped it off the ring. Good defensive play. Cheatham attacks Starling. Starling's called for the foul. Starling doesn't like it either. And uh, Cheatham will go to the line for two shots. Scott Ninnis is looking at his assistant coaches to see whether he wants to challenge that. He got uh, um, a little bit of a nod from Alex Starling, but I'm going to, if I ever get a chance to, to have a, a play in the league where there's a review, I am not touching that thing until the fourth quarter, and neither should any other no, NBL coach. No, it just doesn't make sense, does yeah, it? it's too valuable. You don't want to lose that thing. So, anyway, it's... Uh, yeah, you just if you're the coach, you just wave it off. Oh, if I if I don't wave it off, I'll go there. I'll have them look at it and they go, nah, nah, and then nah, wave nah. it yeah. off, <laughs> and then not even not even wait for the answer from my assistant coach. So, nah, it's just you, you want the coaches, you know, the players want the coach to back them, but really, it's too valuable to dump early in the game. And yep. Ninnis did the right thing. Cheetah makes both, make it a 17-16 game. Sixes lead it on the Burbank Homes Inspiring Designs scoreboard. Mitch McCarran takes a long three that hits the back of the iron. Back up the other end. Will McDowell-White, handoff to Liapa. Now Cheatham. Jackson Cartwright. Out to McDowell-White. Back to Jackson Cartwright. And lost the handle on it. And it's a sixes ball from the baseline. Another turnover from Cartwright as well. It's just uh, it's feast or famine if you're a Breakers fan at the moment. Luke Starling at the top, the handoff to Jason Cadea, and this will be a foul on PJC. That'll be his second foul. The stats for budget car and truck rental. Get to the good stuff, 13-27-27. Wiley goes to Sunday Detch on the 45, takes the three. It's short. Big board from Matty Ank. Formidable athlete. Incredible, really. Weaved his way through and drawing the foul and making the bucket is Will McDowell-White. It was a little out of control, but a nice finish. I haven't seen one drive that's been stopped. It feels like every time the breakers want to get into the keyway, they're getting in. And there's nothing the Sixers can do about it. They're just so dynamic on those drives, particularly Jackson Cartwright and Will McDowell-White. And then everyone else is spotting up or creating rim presence with their offense. So... Ninnis has got his, his uh, work cut out for him. That's part of the reason why they go to the zone is to try and stop that penetration and always have someone as a defender, but it's not really working at the moment. Breakers lead at 19-17. They've scored the first five points of the second term. McCarran, not sure what that was. A bit of a windmill, couldn't finish. Liafa down the other end for three. Looked good out the hand, but couldn't finish off either. Mattyang the rebound and puts it back in. It's almost timeout time for the Sixers. Haven't been able to get much going at the offensive end. Vasilovic faked the three, then dribbled backwards. Went to Kadee into the post. Wiley, spin move on McDowell White, and then he was blocked by Mattyang. Big play for Tuscan Pathpavers. Excellent rim protection. It's what he's out there for, and he's walling up, not fouling, making it hard for the Sixers to get anything they want and really hard to get any traction offensively for the Sixers. Sashas checks in for New Zealand. Humphrey's in for the 36ers. Baseline ball Sixers. Humphrey's on the 45. Handoff to DJ Vasilovic. He wants a triple. Stepped out of court. The Breakers have scored 
The first seven points of the second term. We've gone seven. We're 7.47 to go in the second term. Thanks to Tyre Power, the MVP tyre experts for your family. Well, credit the defence, really. I mean, the offence has been, you know, so-so, but defence really, really good. Stepped up a notch. McDowell White drives on McCarran. He couldn't get it to fall. Starling the board. Now McCarran got it to Kadee, and Kadee threw it straight to the face of Cheatham. And there was a foul there. Foul was on Stavishus. I've heard his name said differently about five times, and I think I've said it five times differently. Rubes to Vicious. Rubes to Vicious. Yeah. Special hello to all of our Lithuanian Yes, and I apologise for my horrible <laughs> pronunciation of his name. I might have done it differently too. From the foul line, Humphrey's shot is short. Cheatham the board for the breakers. Jackson Cartwright. Gets to the foul line himself. And goes to Matty Ayn. Good hand from Jason Gadee. Put the pressure on. And the ball went out of court. Will be a break ball from the baseline. Liafa, the inbound. Jackson Cartwright was open for the shot. Swung it around back to Liafa. Kicked it out. Rubstechus has made a nice little floater for two. And the foul is called on Humphreys, and he'll go to the line for the bonus. Nice move. Tough runner. Full full stretch, full pace. And it was a foul. Certainly was. It's reached forward, Humphreys, and got him on the extended arm. So here, Galloway checks in for Starling. Again, played some solid minutes. Well, what Galloway gives you is stretched defence. Starling not a no three-pointer, so defenders can hang at the rim, and that's where six of the struggle is that the rim protection has always been there. We've got a timeout from Panasonic Air Conditioning, and driven by Australian Motors. Sapper, some stats, budget car and truck rental. Get to the good stuff, 13-27-27. Oh, look, it's still, uh, it's been all breakers this quarter. They're still only shooting 7-21, 33%. Sixes have dropped, and we've not hit a field goal so far this quarter. Seven of 26, two of seven from the three-point line. The sixes, two of nine from there. No one setting the the game alight from the field. New Zealand have managed to get to the line five times, five of five. And Adelaide, normally pretty good at getting to the line. Only the line once for one of two. Galloway there getting them early. So uh, rebounds about even. Offensive rebounds. Adelaide getting more of those. Plenty of misses there to be gotten. Um, and steals relatively easy as well, but good rim protection from the from the breakers. They've had yes. three blocks already in this game. Turnovers relatively low considering how um, you know impotent the the offense has been. And uh, five turnovers for breakers. Four of those are from Parker Jackson Carride, and uh, four turnovers for Adelaide. So. Really, it's about the shooting percentage, and right now, the run and the momentum is with New Zealand, having kept Adelaide scoreless this quarter. One shot. Makes a noise! Mantis is at the line. Makes the bonus. <laughs> 24 to 17. Adelaide 36ers still haven't scored this quarter. We've got seven minutes to go on the tyre power clock. The MVP tyre experts for your family. 
Excellent pressure defense from Rips to Vicious there. He's just uh, all over Nick Marshall, and they can't initiate their offense because you've got them corralled and penned into a corner. Vasilovic, guarded by Liafa, just shoots over his head for three. Well, that's that's uh, faking your way into offense right there. There was nothing involved. Humphreys was over for a screen, didn't use it, just put up a three-pointer with a hand in his face, and that was just a, a talented offensive player trying to generate something for his team. Jackson Cartwright to Cheatham, who weaved his way through for two. Lovely move for Tuscan Path Pavers. Burbank Holmes inspiring design scoreboard. He seemed to have a little bit more. 26 20. Sorry. sorry. Yeah, sorry. Right. Look, he had a little bit more time in the air than the others then, Chief. He just uh, glided through there and had beautiful finish up and under. Jason Kadee backs the ball out. Seven on the shot clock. Good pick from Humphreys to Vasilovic. Missed the shot, got his own board, and he was fouled by Matty Yang, and he'll go to the line for two. Because the. Uh, New Zealand defense is showing so so well on those on-ball screens. The Sixers guards don't want to come over those things. So all of a sudden, Isaac Humphreys becomes irrelevant in the half-court offense because there's no, they can't get past that first wall. They can't drag Humphreys' defender away and give him room to move. So really good defensive effort so far from Breakers, just nullifying what is generally the Sixers' best offense, that high pick and roll. So really good job there. That foul was called on Jackson Cartwright, so he all of a sudden has three fouls. He's checked out of the game. So that's big in the context of this game. Absolutely. Stats for budget car and truck rental. Vasilovic makes both from the line. 22-26. The breakers lead it. Burma Holmes inspired design scoreboard. McDowell White, his little floater. Very nice. He's up to seven points. 28-22. Vasilovic driving. Starting to feel it, the DJ. And New Zealand need a timeout. With a four-point game, Sixers 24, Breakers 28. We're here for Panasonic Air Conditioning and driven by Australian Motors. Well, one of the things I love about DJ Vasilievich's game is even if his three-point shooting, shooting isn't going, so far this year he's done an excellent job getting to the hole. He's quite a strong driver. Doesn't seem to lose his line. Doesn't yep. get pushed off that. And a really crafty finisher around, around the end. We talked about Parker Jackson Cartwright getting in foul trouble there. The downside, if you're a 36er fan, is now Will McDowell-White has the ball more. And you've seen he just makes excellent decisions at the moment. And he had a, a nice little runner there. The Sixers are in drops coverage, which means Isaac Humphreys is waiting closer to the basket. He's not out at that on-ball screen. So that's just their daring Will McDowell-White to take that foul line jump shot. And he's certainly capable to, enough to do that. And although he wants to get his teammates involved, you can't give someone of his caliber those shots all night. 5.37 to go in the second term and the tyre power clock. The MVP tyre experts for your family. Paul Bonzer, Rupert Sapwell with you. Jackson Cart, biggest story probably of the game, the first half, is Jackson Cartwright is sitting on the bench with three fouls and leading New Zealand with nine points. 
in a very tight dour defensive struggle yes. so nine points is significant at the moment he's uh you know, sixes have had no answer for him and it's just to be a, whether he can hold on to the ball long enough and stay on the court long enough Dow White has the ball on the 45. Into Mattyang, the little bounce pass to Cheatham. Cheatham, and he slams it home. Gives the crowd a big roar as well. They respond in silence. Beautiful offense from New Zealand Breakers. There was a high post flash in the weak side defender from the Sixers. Didn't come and guard that, and that left Isaac Humphreys guarding two. No way he could defend that. Jason Gaddy drives. Can't finish. McDowell White. Vestachis kicks out to Cheatham. Breakers swing it around. He went all the way around to the other corner. Rubstashis but missed the shot. Jason Kadeek. Almost lost control of the ball. Went to Galloway. The handoff to Marshall. And back in the 1-2 to Galloway. Thought he was fouled. Ref didn't. Humphreys the O-board. He can't finish either. McDowell-White back down the other end into the corner to Cheatham. Now in the post, working on Marshall. Step back and threw it out of court. Sixers need to do a better job of creating contact at the de at the offensive end on Mathiang. He's jumping all around the place. He's doing a decent job, but put some pressure on the referees to call a foul. But right now they're trying to avoid it. Both Galloway and Humphreys trying to shoot more tricky ones as a nice little backdoor pass to DJ Vasilievich comes off as two points 26-30 he leads all scorers now with 11 DJ Vasilievich McDowell swung it Rubstachius can't make it either Kadee thought he travelled he got fouled that's now two fouls on Rubstavicius and you don't want to give him uh, an open look like that McDowell White just served it up on a silver platter for him there and just needs to make those ones but wide open shot good offense i love watching mcdowell white play if you're a young point guard and you're wanting to know how to play the game as a pass first point guard mcdowell white is as talented a scorer as anyone out here but um his teammates love playing with him almost a turnover as maddie ang got a hand in there there's a bit of talk about McDowell White possibly moving uh, teams to his to play with his good mate DJ Vasilovich in Adelaide. I keep keep an eye on that in the off season. Sorry, you just caught my uh, exasperated thing. That'd be wonderful. Just a few, just a few little murmurs I've heard, Sapper. Well, they're, they're fabricated at the moment because no one's allowed to talk to contracted players. Correct. But... Mates can talk to mates, though. Yeah. Uh, some good fight on the board from Wiley and Marshall. Marshall puts it in, makes it a two-point game. Breakers lead it 30-28, and the Burbank Homes Inspiring Design scoreboard. Offensive rebound, so important. McDowell White left open at the top and bangs down a three. At your peril. You want to guard that and go underneath those screens and worry about his playmaking, he's going to score all night. 33-28, Breakers lead it. Turnaround from Humphreys is no good. McDowell White into double figures, 10 points. Has the ball at the top, gets the pick from Abercrombie. Now goes back to Abercrombie. Leaf in the corner, drives baseline, kicks it out, but stolen by Wiley. 
who goes all the way down the other end and was going to dunk her finger on it. Got a flat tyre yeah. just at the wrong time. <laughs> Miscounted his stats and had to finger roll it in. Big smile on his face as he did too. Well, the whole crowd was up on their feet. Now, unfortunately, higher than what Wiley was. 30 plays 33. Breakers lead at 2.30 to go on the tyre power clock. In the second quarter, McDowell White floating in the paint. And rims in and out. Wiley back down the other end. Kadee drives baseline. Shut down by Matty Ang. And turned it over. Great hand in there from Abercrombie. Got it to Liartha. Back in the one-two. Heads-up play from Nick Marshall. Outstanding. It was a two-on-one and the one win. Drop it down. Kadee. Oh. He took the three. Couldn't make it. O-board again for the Sixers. Vasilovic. On Arthur draws the foul on Abercrombie and he'll go to the line for two. Outstanding defensive play, Nick Marshall. Two on one. Those things never go the way of the defender, yeah. but he made an outstanding play on the 400-plus gamer, Tom Abercrombie, who's very, very long, but got a block and then managed to keep it in somehow. So not only that, but uh, start of the fast break and chance for two free throws. It was amazing. And we'll give that a play of the quarter for Tuscan Park favours. And it's just an arm wrestle at the moment, Sapper. And let's have a look at some stats for budget car and truck rentals. Yeah, nothing stands out, Bonds, really. I mean, there's a, there's a rebounding a slight advantage to the Adelaide 36ers. They've got 11 offensive rebounds, Bonds. So that is yeah. absolutely the thing keeping them in it. 11 extra shots. And you add that to the seven turnovers that the Breakers got. That's 18 extra goes that the Sixers have got. And uh, if it wasn't for that, they'd be down a lot more. So, you know, in a game where it's very, very defensive oriented, 30 to 33 with two minutes left in the first half is really rancid scoring rate. But yes. Sixers are doing a job of winning a lot of the effort areas. And so doing a great job on the offensive glass. Now, you could argue that's because they're missing so many easy shots. But nonetheless, they're still creating something there. And I think if you're going to pick out a stat that sticks out at the moment, 11 offensive rebounds, Modi Mayor would be having to address that at halftime. That is pretty bad. And New Zealand are not a good not a good defensive rebounding team, and they have shown that all year. But Six is certainly taking advantage of that and looking to get a few extra, extra easy points. We're here for Panasonic Air Conditioning and driven by Australian Motors. The NBL Live on your home of sport, SEN. Here on SENSA. And across the ditch in New Zealand on SENZ. Hope you enjoying the coverage as Vasilovic makes his first shot from the line. And this to get it back to a one-point game. 32 plays 33. We've got 155 to go in the half. McDowell White rips to Vicious. To McDowell White. And there's a foul here. I think it's going on Nick Marshall because he's the one who's just dropped his head. I think that'll be his third as well, Sapper. Yeah, it's unfortunate. He's having a good game, Nick Marshall. Seven points, second leading scorer on the team. He will check out for Sunday Detch. You think Sunday plays better on a Sunday? You hope so. He's had his troubles guarding the New Zealand guards at the moment. Will uh, McDowell White takes it to the hole on Sunday there, and there's a runner. Up to 12 points. McDowell White 
35-32, the Breakers lead it. McCarran driving and drawing the foul. Good to see that from McCarran. He's got a strong body that doesn't, you know, like he can get to spots and too often he's looking to pass that ball off instead of just forcing a foul and shooting free throws and accumulating points that way. And well, the foul's on Rubes are vicious and that's his third personal foul, so he'll check out for Liafa. Well, the fouls are becoming a real issue for New Zealand. A couple of starters on the bench now in foul trouble and Mathiang dicing with death all the way through as well. He's on the bench. They want to get him his third foul in the last minute and a half of the quarter. Seen shot of Findelaney sitting on the bench. We haven't seen him at all this game. Yes, one time, you know, top two or three power forward in the league and just sort of fallen out of favour at Mayor's group. Long rebound ended up with Liafa. McDowell White guarded by McCarran, couldn't finish. The ball's bobbling around. In the end, it falls out to DJ Vasilovich. Outstanding effort, McCarran. Two on one again, managed to force a miss. Straight down the lane, Vasilovich. He is fouled. And we'll go to the line for two shots. And Pino called for the foul. That's his second. McCarran missed both free throws there, but I like his response. Hustled back on defense, forced, you know, had two or three rebound efforts. Probably didn't get a stat for it, but stopped the basket. It's a type of second effort stuff and next play mentality that, you know, teams need. Vasilovic has all of a sudden snuck up to 14 points somehow. He can do that. He can sneak up on you. Just get a few buckets in a row. Well, he's just doing an excellent job putting pressure on the rim. No Mathiang in there at the moment, so less... Help, more confidence going in there as a driver. In, defense. Inside the last minute of the first half, on the foul line, Cheatham threw it away. Just hit the backboard. Humphreys had it down court. McCarran, a little head fake, and the finger roll puts the Adelaide 36s back in front. Well, fast break points. We haven't seen so many of those bonds, and all of a sudden, Sixers have uh, got a bit of momentum again. Zone defense. 36-35. McDowell White, Abercrombie in the corner. Cheatham in the post, back to Abercrombie. Now McDowell White, five on the shot clock. Can't make the three. Vasilovic the rebound. That's a Sunday Detch. 15 seconds on the clock. Trying to get it to DJ Vasilovic. Well guarded by Liafa. Seven on the game clock. Head fake from Sunday Detch. Got Abercrombie in the air, drew the foul, and he'll go the line for two. Really good move, Sunday Detch. Would have liked to have seen it two seconds later. 4.8 yes. seconds, still enough time for <laughs> New Zealand to get there. But got Abercrombie up in the air, shoot some free throws, accumulating points. Now they've got an offensive group on for the last play. Parker Jackson, Cartwright, you would imagine, would take that full length and don't be surprised to see him shoot free throws down the other end if he's going hard. But four seconds is enough time to make him up and back. Yes. Sunday Detch can't make the first. Scotty Nennis on the big screen. Looks uh, a little stressed at the minute, Scotty. Detch makes the second. 
two-point lead to the Sixers, 37-35. It's in the hands of Jackson Cartwright. He pulls up for a triple, a long triple, hits the back of the iron, and that will be a half-time score. The Adelaide 36ers lead it by two, 37-35. We'll be back for the halftime show straight after this. Hello. Welcome back to the Adelaide Entertainment Centre halftime here. The Adelaide 36ers led by three at quarter time. They lead by two at halftime, 37 to 35. Not a thrilling game of basketball, but it's a, it's a dour defensive struggle here. This is the halftime show for Panasonic Air Conditioning, built for extremes and for Weibu and Southern Mitsubishi, driven by Australia Motors. Paul Bonta, Rupert Sapper with you. Sapper, let's have a look at some uh, stats and highlights for the first half. Yeah, well, I think if you're a 36 fan, you're pretty happy with their, their effort, their hustle effort. You know, getting 12 offensive rebounds, 28 rebounds total, 12 offensive rebounds, absolutely outstanding. And you couple that with eight turnovers from the breakers, and the Sixers have had 20 extra opportunities. And yep. coaches would be well aware of that at halftime. So 28 rebounds to 21, winning the rebound count. And started to get to more of a Sixers style of basketball in that second quarter. Started uh, putting pressure on the rim, getting foul shots. So they only had one of two from the free throw line in that first quarter but shot 10 free throws ended up being 8 or 12 at the half uh, from the free throw line and was able to accumulate points that way so uh, and they seem to have a, a very clear defensive outlook in that they're not going to let uh, Zylan Cheatham or Mango Mathiang get their lobs they're hanging back on those lobs and forcing Parker Jackson Cartwright uh, and uh, Will McDowell White to make plays, and they're the you know they've got 21 points between them out of their yes their 35 or so. So you know like it's uh, mainly a guard-oriented offense for New Zealand. Sixers forcing the New Zealand guards to to score rather than to play make. And I'm sure though that the Sixers would be well aware of the fact that the Breakers are missing enough three-pointers to keep the Sixers in it at the moment. Though. Uh, I think you see uh, more of the same from the Sixers in that second half, forcing the the New Zealand breakers to beat them from the three-point line rather than get at the rim. But we saw at, uh, at when the New Zealand breakers were at their best that uh, no one's really stopping them getting at the rim either. So, uh, yeah, a lot of, uh, you know, offensive activity for not much op offensive productivity at the moment. All right, um, we will be back for the second half. It's not far away. The Adelaide 36 is leading at halftime, 37-35, over the New Ze Zealand breakers. Back soon. This is 36ers Live on SEN. Thanks to Wayville and Southern Mitsubishi, driven by Australian Motors and Panasonic Air Conditioning. Come home to your perfect environment. Big O-board by Isaac Humphreys. Back up and under. That doesn't go either. Can't get the roll. Kadee the rebound. He lays it in for two. Well, everyone's had a good look so far, Bob. Dow White at the other end, intercepted by Galloway. Got a hand in there, back down the other end, takes it all the way. Kyron Galloway and rolls it in for two. Marshall in the corner for three. Didn't hesitate on that one, Bond. Kadee hits a long looping three. Wow, outstanding shot there. Zero time to get that off. McDowell White had closed space really quickly. Vasilovic. Guarded by Liafa, just shoots over his head for three. That's a good fight on the board from Wiley and Marshall. Marshall puts it in, makes it a two-point game. Stolen by Wiley. 
Who goes all the way down the other end and was going to dunk her finger on it. Dench makes the second. Two-point lead of the Sixers, 37-35. It's in the hands of Jackson Cartwright. He pulls up for a triple, a long triple, hits the back of the iron, and that will be a half-time score. The Adelaide 36ers lead it by two, 37-35. Welcome back to the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. Half-time here, Sixers lead at 37-35. Paul Wanza, Rupert Sapper with you, and Sapper... The New Zealand Breakers, to get a home play in final, they have to win by seven or more. Seven or more, and that is absolutely at the front of their minds. And they would, no one in the NBL wants to go over to New Zealand and play against New Zealand. And that is, they're not only talking about a home final, they're talking about serious chance of advancing because that is a tough place to play. Yes. So, yeah, massive uh, repercussions for a loss here for New Zealand. And that uh, really could set up their, their season for the rest of the way home if they get a W for more than seven points. Sixers looking to rain on their parade a little bit today and certainly another half like that you would think if no one's going to be no one's going to be uh, kept in their seat at the moment. They're all standing up at the moment, Bonds, but it's a absolutely massive second half for the New Zealand Breakers. Certainly is. Just about to get underway. Adelaide will start with the ball in the second half. And it will be Galloway to inbound the ball to Marshall. Adelaide crowd on their feet until New Zealand score. Adding to the atmosphere in Adelaide, another full house, a sellout. Vasilovic at the top, eight on the shot clock. Takes a long bomb, three and bakes it in. And it warms the couple of Ruben Hamill's heart. <laughs> Yeah, well, again, Breakers did an excellent job and then just really took a party shot at the end to undo that one. There's Nightmare start for the Breakers. Early foul. I think it's going on Nick Marshall. And that might be Marshall's fourth. No, it wasn't on Marshall. Yeah, first foul on Humphreys. Inbound ball to Matty Yang. Hand off to Jackson Cartwright. Swings it to the corner. Bruce the Vicious. Takes the three. That's short. Out to McDowell-White. Back underneath. Great pass to Rupert Stitches. And he makes the bucket. And everyone in the house sits down. 40 plays 37. The Sixers lead it. On the Burbanks inspiring design scoreboard. Kadee drives through the paint. Can't get the shooter's roll. And the breakers will be back down the other end. Cheatham went for the big tomahawk dunk. It was denied by Humphreys. Wow, massive defensive play from Humphreys. This one for Tuscan Park favours. That was huge. In the corner, Cheatham took the three. With the back of the iron, Vasilovic the board. Now to the foul on Vasilovic. The head fake was beautiful when he went in and laid it in for two. He got Matty Ang going the wrong way. And after 20 points already, DJ, he is so slippery offensively and got every, everything you need. Jackson Cartwright got through, couldn't finish. Vasilovic lobs it up for Humphreys down the other end. That should be two. As Matty Yang slapped it against the board. 
will be a goal 10. Good start to the second half by the Adelaide 36ers. They lead it 44-37. Excellent find by DJ Vasiljevic as well. Humphreys ran the lane. He's been done a lot of defensive work and hasn't scored up until that stage, which we're not used to seeing, and rewarded him with a nice, easy one. I'm here for Panasonic Air Conditioning and driven by Australian Motors. Bonds and Sapper with you. Jesse Cartwright almost lost control of the ball, took his eyes off it, swings it to his hyphenated friend in McDowell White. He missed his three-point shot. Nick Marshall. Little hand off to Humphreys. Back-to-back -back buckets for the Adelaide 36ers centre. And New Zealand, what a timeout. What a start from the 36ers. Out running, a couple of missed shots, forcing contested shots down one end. Running hard down the other, drew two players. Nick Marshall dumped it off to a wide open Isaac Humphreys underneath for an emphatic finish. 46-37, dream start for the home team. Nine to two in the first minute and a half of the third quarter. We got 7.26 to go for tyre power, nothing but net on Toyo ties. Any stats jump out at your supper for budget car and truck rental? Yeah, well, DJ Vasiljevic already up to 20 points. He's had an awesome start to the third quarter and is the team's leading rebounder with eight as well. So doing it all over the place, Vasiljevic. And he's also the team's leader in assists with four. And he's just triple-double. Triple uh, well, I don't know about that. I certainly don't want him to pass it that much to get 10, 10 assists. But I think he's, uh, you know, the ball is in good hands when he's there. And we, we talked pre-game about what effect Trey Kell would have uh, on that and, uh, and the lack of playmaking out there. But DJ seems to have things under control at the moment. Let's get back to the action. There's a shoe cam on the big screen at the moment. There's a waft of stench what goes across the uh, Adelaide. What's got their <laughs> shoes off? Goodness me, put them back on again, please, Adelaide. Michael Jordan would be happy every time he sees shoe cam, I reckon. Yeah, it's a lot of a reminder. McDowell White, Jackson Cartwright. Drive to the foul line, kicks it out. Rubes to Vicious. Now Abercrombie pulls up from the elbow. He misses. Humphreys can't get the rebound. He was in a battle with Matty Ang. And it will be a New Zealand ball from the baseline. Shot clock resets to 14 as Liartha checks in for Rubes to Vicious. Adelaide defense scrambling around at the moment. Just the right amount of rotations and physicality there. Inbound to Abercrombie who kicks it out to Liartha. Jackson Cartwright at the top, just inside the three, and makes a nice little two. Well, that's what they've allowed the breakers to have that whole time, is that little yep. foul line jump shot, and just going to rely on them making or missing those, as with the three-pointers as well. Galloway finds Humphreys underneath by himself, and lays it in for two more. So six points to Humphreys after he had not scored in the first half. Well, that would have been a point for sure from Dennis as well. He's made a... Uh, made Humphreys a pinpoint of their offense ever since he got in here and have no points at half time. We thought that was an easy one to fix. McDowell White, Jackson Cartwright drives through the paint. Too much traffic, so he kicks it out to Abercrombie. Just got it away in time, but can't make it. And Vasilovic the rebound. Little spin move on Jackson Cartwright and pulls it out to Marshall. Marshall driving on Abercrombie. The little bounce pass to Humphreys. Two more for the Sixers centre. 
Marshall doing an excellent job of getting Isaac Humphreys involved, and Isaac working really well off the drive from Marshall. So moving without the ball, Marshall finding him, being patient with the shot selection. Nice teamwork. It's almost like Humphreys is saying, see, I told you, give me the ball and I'll put it in the hole. As Jackson Cartwright hits another two. Nine-point game. Sixers lead at 50-41 on the Burbank Homes Inspiring Design scoreboard. Still in that zone, Sixers, but and going under on-ball screens involving Cartwright. Humphreys taking on Matty Yang. Good D from Matty Yang for Sierra, and then got the rebound. McDowell-White on the 45. Swings it to Jackson Cartwright. Back to McDowell-White. Little bounce pass to Matty Yang. Nice move by Mango. Beautiful pocket pass. Was lovely. Back down the other end in a hurry. Galloway was out of control. He was fouled by Abercrombie. Bit lucky there, I reckon. Might get two shots out of this if it was well disguised. He will yeah. get two shots. It was clearly a pass to over to Humphreys. But turned and twisted enough and made it look awkward enough that uh, it was there. Bodie Mayor is <laughs> saying that... Uh, Cannot believe it. Yeah, Galloway He's going to the line. Definitely was passing it. Mayor knows that. Probably... Four and a half of the 9,000 people in, in the arena knew that as well. It's a bit of a murmur around the place. You can't challenge that, can you? Uh, well, can you? No, I don't know if you can. You're right. So, not worth doing. McCarran checks in for Kadee. Kadee absolutely gassed. Look at him. Yeah. Galloway is at the line. 4.56 to go in the third term. Tire power clock. Nothing but net on Toyo tyres. Galloway misses his first. We're here for Panasonic Air Conditioning and driven by Australian Motors. Makes the second as Galloway. He'll check out for Wiley. A point lead to the home team. And again, the Breakers need to win by seven to have that to host the play-in final. A lot of work ahead of them. Leartha thought about the three, then took the three, missed the three, the rebound to Wiley. McCarran to Wiley at the foul line, into the post, Humphreys working on Cheatham, up and under, good D from Cheatham. McDowell White wastes no time, straight back down the other end, swings it to Abercrombie, guarded by McCarran, and now with Jackson Cartwright. Drives all the way through. The speed puts the foot to the floor and makes an easy two. Well, Humphreys was out of position there. He's a bit gassed at the moment. Might be time for a get him a blow. 51-45. Burbank Haynes is Brian Design scoreboard. Humphreys is fouled by Cheatham. Nice pass in the end from Wiley. And Isaac Humphreys will go to the line for two. Cam Glidden checks in for his first minutes of the game. Well, long overdue. They've had all sorts of problems from the outside, and that guy's absolute radar. So you would think now that the shape of the 36ers' defense has to change in that zone, or probably more so, maybe even consider going back to man-to-man -man because Glidden is someone you do not want to give space to. Yeah, so the live ladder now has New Zealand losing this game and then down to not even hosting that plane. We'll have to then travel to Sydney 
to play that playing game. A lot different to travelling to to. Uh, isn't it? Uh, isn't it to Tassie though? Isn't it three players? Oh, that could. Three. I think it's three players six and four players five. By the way, that's a bad scenario for New Zealand, isn't it? Vasilovic. Got to the foul line. Good hand from Liafa. Crowd wanted a foul. Look clean from here. Jackson Cartwright out of control. Got it to Glidden. Glidden got it back to him. He drives through again. Isaac Humphreys was a bit late on the play. And it was a goal 10, so the points would count. Pivotal couple of minutes here. Three minutes 28 until the three-quarter time break. And... Yeah, just looking at Isaac Humphrey's body language, he's tired. They're starting to get a few layups now because he's out of position. It's almost uh, time to get a sub in. Alex Starling's the person they've been using in that rotation. Stats for budget car and truck rental, and we've got 3.18 on the tyre power clock. Nothing but net on Toyo tyres. Nick Marshall on the 45. Dribbles baseline. Shut down by Cheatham. The ball out to Vasilovic. Blocked by Lee Arthur. Great play for Tuscan Path Pavers. That's a heads-up play. Back down the other end, Jackson Cartwright. The little bounce pass to Manier. Oh, and a wow. foul called on Humphreys. Crowd doesn't like it. Humphreys doesn't like it. It looked clean. And we will see a review. Scotty Dennis waved his finger around. And we'll have a look at this one. Oh, they'll get it back. That was a, that was not a foul. So good news there for the Sixers. That'll be a jump ball. It looked really clean on the big screen here. Now they, you know, they couldn't have called a, a push because it was very vertical. Yes. And the arms are very vertical as well. There was no forward motion there. So don't know what the referee can do to get that one back. And we'll think you'd see a jump ball there. Bonds and Sammer here for Panasonic Air Conditioning and driven by Australian Motors. And maybe some stats, uh, Sapper for budget car and truck rental. Well, a bit of momentum happening now for the New Zealand breakers. Starting to get inside the key a bit more. Parker Jackson Cartwright up to 17 points, doing an excellent job for his team. Neither team really setting it alive in the field at the moment. New Zealand, the thing that jumps out, 3 of 20 from the three-point line. That's yeah. why Cam Glidden is on try and change that stat. That is just awful. 15% from the three-point line. Four of 12. Not many three-point shots even put up by Adelaide. Still have an excellent rebound advantage. 34 to 29. and uh, But haven't really moved the needle on those offensive rebounds. No offensive rebounds so far this quarter. Credit the New Zealand defensive rebounding for stopping that stat. But that was a glaring one at halftime for New Zealand. Still looking at this replay. And the foul on Humphreys that has been challenged by Scott Ninnis. And unsuccessful, it is called Zappa. To the booze of the Adelaide crowd. Well, they're gonna they, they, that would have been splitting hairs on that one. And they're gonna got him on the arm. And that way. will be the second foul on Isaac Humphreys. So, Mango Matiang is at the line for two shots. South Australia's a chance for Burgers here, though. He is short on the first one. Do you think 
There's some basketball karma coming in the form of a cheeseburger salad. Oh, I think so. <laughs> it would be poetic justice. It looks short. There it, it is. Short. <laughs> and the code word is hot if you are in South Australia. Download the app. Get yourself a free cheeseburger. He's just got this crowd up and about now. Trenton Flowers shown on the screen. That always get the satellite crowd up and about. Oh, very popular here, and it's hard to imagine uh, a young player having such a, an impact on the community as much as Trenton Flowers has, but he's unreal around the town yes. with clinics and stuff like that and always generous with his time. So looking to create a brand, he is the master. Humphreys drives baseline, little handoff to Wiley, almost out of court. McCarran swings it back in. Somehow it ended up with Detch. <laughs> Humphreys went to Wiley. This is terrible play. Somehow Wiley's got a turn. <laughs> Basketball gods definitely in the favour of Adelaide at the moment. That was tremendous defence from New Zealand. They did everything they possibly could and forced a tough turn away from Wiley. It's a 55-47 point game as the Sixers lead it. And there's a call here. Refs not sure what to call as far as whether it went out of bounds off Adelaide or New Zealand. No reviews left for Scotty Dennis. So it will be a New Zealand ball. Sixers lead it by eight. Matty Ang gets the inbound, hands off to Jackson Cartwright, tries to blow past Humphreys, kicks it out to Cheatham, swings it to Liafa. Little floater from the foul line, short. Good board from Matty Ang. Just got the shot up in time. Comes out to Jackson Cartwright, that hits the back of the iron. Wiley a big board for the Sixers. Vasilovic drives hard on Liafa. Tried to bounce pass it back to Humphreys. And they came off the shoe of a New Zealand breaker. It will be a sixes ball from the baseline. This, this third quarter seems to have dragged on for a long time, but it's uh, been certainly a good one for the sixes. Vasilovic took a long-range three. Cheatham the board. Jackson Cartwright back up the other end. We'll just wait. Now swings it to Cheatham, back to Jackson Cartwright. Dan White, who's been on the bench for a long time as well, Sapper. Yeah. As the breakers throw it away. 1.24 on the tyre power clock. Nothing but net on Toyo tyres. Left in the third quarter. Isaac Humphreys will check out for a spell. Alex Starling checks in. Wiley goes to Starling on the foul line. Starling takes a rare shot, misses. Vasilovic, the offensive rebound once again for the Adelaide 36ers. Tried to find Starling in the post. Six on the shot clock. Here's Vasilovic at the top of three. <laughs> Everything is falling all of a sudden for the Adelaide 36ers. The bench is laughing. Well, it's 58-47. No business in that. This is Leafa misses. Eight. No business that last offensive possession getting anything good. New Zealand doing everything they can and just bobbling the way of the 36ers for open shots. Vasilovic got to the foul line and steamrolled through Leafa. He's called for the charge. 
Yeah, like, I feel for Modi Mayor. His, his team is playing hard. They've, they've raised the ante in this third quarter. Just can't seem to have those things go right. But they got a good call from the basketball gods on that challenge from Scott Ninnis for the Isaac Humphreys yes. foul. And seems like everything's fallen apart for him since then. They've played excellent defense and unfortunately just given up tough shots that have gone in. McDowell White back on court. Swings it to Cam Glidden. His shot's long. Got lucky there. DJ dozing on the backside of the defense. Cam Glidden got open. Just missed the shot. Wouldn't want that to happen too often. Nine seconds left in the quarter. Vasilovic, ball in hand. Guarded by McDowell White. Comes to McCarran. He tried to fit to Starling, intercepted by Glidden, and that will be three-quarter time. A good quarter for the home team. They have an 11-point lead at three-quarter time. 58-47. Back for the final quarter action straight after this. Home to your perfect environment. Three-quarter time in Adelaide in front of a sold-out crowd. The Sixers lead 58-47. We are here for Panasonic Air Conditioning and are driven by Australian Motors. Paul Bonds and Rupert Sapper with you. Sapper, let's look at some stats, please, for budget car and truck rental. Get to the good stuff, 13-27-27. Well, it was uh, about the New Zealand offense at that stage. Only 12 points in that quarter. Couldn't get enough. Couldn't stay with the Sixers. Got 21 points themselves to extend that two-point lead at halftime to an 11-point lead. A very handy 11-point lead. The thing that screams off that statistical sheet at the moment, Bonds, is 3 of 23 from the three-point line yes. for New Zealand breakers. They're just not getting anything happening from that uh, perimeter, and that allows the 36 to defence to, to collapse in. So uh, New Zealand have got to find a way to get some more potency from the outside. How are they going to do that from getting inside first and, and then guys just taking shots? They've got capable shooters just not making shots at the moment. So Sixers uh, looking to really screw up the breakers finals plan sheet at the moment really it's as you mentioned at half time new zealand breakers playing for a home playing final they can get that done there in all sorts of good shape the adelaide 36ers will start with the ball in the final quarter they lead 58 47 dj vasilovic leads all scorers with 23 and Parker Jackson Cartwright, 17 for the Breakers. Mitch McCarran will get us underway. He lobbed back to Wiley! For the alley-oop! Justin Bass Waivers play the corner right there to start us up. Now everyone's pointing to the bench. They're just saying what a fantastic play from Coach Scott Ninnis there to start that. And if you're looking for momentum from the New Zealand Breakers, it's all sucked out with that one play. Jackson Cartwright takes a 10-footer. That's short. DJ Vasilovic with the board. Guarded by Cheatham. Knocked off his access a little. His shot was short. There's a foul underneath the basket here. Might be on Jackson Cartwright. It is. So that's his fourth. That's a big call from the ref. Just said he gave a little hip and shoulder underneath the basket. Interesting that one too. Your, your, your initial reaction is to go, oh, let's go post him up straight away. But then all of a sudden you're, you know, you're taking yourself away from what might have been an original game plan. So I think just business as usual for the Sixers on offense. Sunday, Sunday that a three. Wow. 16-point lead at the moment. Couldn't have been a better start again. 
They're going to take some catching now, the 36ers. Jackson Cartwright on the 45. McDowell White at the top. Got Sunday Dench going the wrong way. Good hassle from Alex Darling on McDowell White. He drives through the lane. That is a class finish. Well, there's a formidable target in front of you, Alex Darling. He's incredibly quick hands and stays low to the ground, but Will McDowell White is a different level point guard, so he's able to absorb that pressure and get to the basket for a tough one. 63-49. Burbank Holmes is Brian Design scoreboard. Sunday Detch thought about the triple. Six on the shot clock. He was fouled by Cheatham. He was arguing about it, but... Oh, McDowell White's gone down with his shoulder. Oh, that's not good. No, it's the one that's already wrapped up, too. Hope it's just a stinger and he'll still be able to come back into the game. He's a heavily taped shoulder. Let's see if we can see anything on the replay here. Oh, it didn't look much at all, did it? No, it didn't. Very innocuous as he just reached out for Sunday Detch. He's on the bench. Alex Starling, a little handoff from McCarran. Again, good D from the from the breakers. Their big men have been excellent around protecting the rim tonight. Saturday. Well, yeah, both have. Isaac Humphrey's done the same thing down the other yep. rim, but Mango Mathiang has been outstanding rim protector, and uh, it doesn't seem to pack the stat sheet, but that's an absolute unstatable but yes. very valuable part of the game. Wiley goes to Detch on the 45. Now back to Wiley in the post. He rolls it in. No, he doesn't. He didn't get the friendly roll. McCarran fighting underneath for the board. And one in the end comes out to Sunday Dead for three. That's short. Diving into the front row is Jacob Wiley. A very smart kid in that front row. Saw that coming and dived out the way. <laughs> and he's getting the applause from the Adelaide fans. What you get with Jacob Wiley. Yeah, you, don't, you don't get lack of energy, that's for sure. It's just not in his DNA. He's all over the boards then, as well as Mitch McCarran. Just another two or three offensive rebounds in that possession. 7.48 left in the game. Ty Power Clock, the, top, the MVP tire expert for your family. Jackson Cartwright drives on Humphreys, draws the foul. He'll go to the line for two. It'll be the third foul on Isaac Humphreys for budget car and truck rental. Get to the good stuff, 13-27-27. Well, he was isolated. Humphreys isolated on Parker Jackson Cartwright then, and that's a, that's a, yeah, it's like a, it's like an orca and a cheetah. <laughs> Just different worlds, right? Get, get Humphreys in a different uh, environment, and he's all, yeah, he's the main predator. An orca and a cheetah at the... At the top of the keyway, it is land. It's a land battle. Jackson Cartwright was going to win that one all the time. Look at, uh, I'm sure Jace back in the studio has already got the Orca and Cheetah quote from you <laughs> on the file. Love it. McCarran scores 63-51. Still a 12-point lead to the Sixers. Good hand in there from Learpa, knocked it out. And will be a side ball for the 36ers. 13 on the shot clock. Inbound to Vasilovic. Again, a good hand from Learpa. Thought about shooting from half court, half court Vasilovic. Then got to Detch. He was fouled. 
And he will go to the line for two shots. Rube Savicious. Gets the foul. That's his fourth. And just showing Will McDowell White on the bench. They're just taking that tape off at the moment. They might retape it. You wouldn't be giving the game away just yet, would you? No, say you wouldn't. No. I'm just thinking those scenarios there, really. It's so important for the New Zealand breakers to get this win. They've really got to try and figure out how to get him back. And if it was just a little stinger, which, of course, every basketball fan hopes, then uh, get him back out there as quickly as possible. He's so important to his team. Sunday Ditch made the first from the line. Knocks down the second. Six points for Sunday. Lead back to 14, 65-51. Burbank Homes Inspiring Design Scoreboard. We are here for Panasonic Air Conditioning and driven by Australian Motors. Sapper and Bonds with you. Spin move from Cheatham. Good D from the 36s, Humphreys and Wiley. McCarran, spin move. Hand off to Humphreys, laid it in for two. Good minutes from McCarran as the timeout's called. He's just been very poised with things, been popping up in the right spot. Is that a lot of passes that haven't that have led to an advantage and haven't come off with an assist, but ripper one there from Isaac Humphreys. Isaac, they've gotten into a game now. He's up to 12 points in the second half, and the Sixers are absolutely rolling. 16 points up, 6.53 to go. Stats and budget car and truck rental get to the good stuff, 13, 27, 27. And as Sapper said on the tie power clock, the MVP tire experts for your family, 6.53 to go in the game. Breakers have to win by seven to host the final. That looks a long way away. Yeah, it does. And, uh, yeah, there's a bit of drama, as we just mentioned, Will McDowell-White. Uh, you know, what's the quandary there as to whether you suit him up and risk greater injury? Uh, but you might get a win. Or you might not get a win. He gets injured as well. Do you pack him in ice now and just, and, uh, just hope that you can win your away game next week? Really hope that, uh, you know, they make the right decision there and, and don't let the moment get carried away but there are some decisions to be made on that New Zealand bench all the decisions on the, on the uh, Adelaide bench revolve around maintaining the momentum has been outstanding in the second half two point lead at half time and that third quarter really set them up and it's just changed the complexion and to come out the start of that third quarter with that alley dunk to Wiley great call from coach Scott Ninnis and uh, really sapped the energy that the breakers may have been trying to generate out of that three-quarter time break so good minutes from all the players at the moment from the sixes and uh yeah breakers now need to find a, an answer from the three-point line you were right sapper so it's five plays six three plays four as far as the playing goes as liapa takes a three from front and center and knocks it down so the kings will be the opposition for the breakers at this point Better than Taz going down to Tassie, I would have thought. No one wants to get in Tassie right now. I think they're a dark horse. Not dark horse at all. They're probably, front row centre. Probably quite, maybe in a white horse. Yeah. Vasilovic puts up a three. That's offline. Another offensive rebound, Sunday Detch. Into the post. Humphreys. And go to work on Cheatham. Stolen by Rube Stashis. Rube Stavicious. There we go. I got it. I knew I said it wrong again. <laughs> I, I owe their family so many apologies. Abercrombie puts up a three. It's an air ball. Rebounded by McCarran. 
Mitch McCarran. 10 on the shot clock. Got the pick from Wiley. Gets to the foul line. Kicks it out in the corner. Isaac Humphreys for three. Oh, now they're just showing off. Well, it is, yeah, well, it is, that looked beautiful out of the hands. Yes. And uh, McCarran getting into the keyway and creating. And just a testament to Isaac Humphreys that he has a discipline not to take many shots. But that's a, a good-looking shot and something he can certainly take. And, you know, NBA would be taking notice of that if, it was, if that was in his future. Certainly capable from the outside. Vasilovic back down the other end. He looks at the three. He loved it too, but it hit the back of the iron. Cheat him up high for the board. Roots to Vicious. Can't make it. Comes That's off just, the hands yeah. of Vasilovic. Will be a defensive error from the Sixers in transition there. You do not want to let the breakers get open in transition. And it's playing like it's just a... Sunday pickup game. We've got to be more in tune with what's going on. You know now that the breakers are going to be launching from the three-point line. As Jackson Cartwright does, that one short. Rubens Davis just got the rebound and was fouled by McCarran. Decent foul. Yeah. 70 plays, 54 on the Burbank Homes Inspiring Design scoreboard. Karen's first. Just a little bit of a time to get a huddle. McCarran getting his team together and saying, hey, look after this game a little bit. Look after the defensive rebounds. Take good shots. Don't give them a chance to get more possessions. Four for 26, the breakers from outside the arc. Abercrombie makes it five from 27. And we've got a timeout to the Adelaide 36ers. We're here for Panasonic Air Conditioning. We are driven by Australian Motors. Paul Bonta, Rupert Sapper with you. It's been, um, been some big plays this last quarter from the 36ers. Probably none bigger than seeing Isaac Humphreys put up a triple. We'll give him a Tuscan Park favours play of the quarter. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, what I like is the intent to play out of that. Like, that wasn't yeah. an ill-advised shot. He was wide open. McCarran penetrated in through everyone. I don't know what Humphreys was doing out at the three-point line, <laughs> but he found himself out there. And you know, he's at a, he's at a, well, he's up to 15 points, second highest score on the team now, and uh, that's all been in that second half. So just a little bit of a, an adjustment. And what happened in that first half to keep Humphreys in check was that they really defended the on-ball screen well. And it meant that the, the guards, the Adelaide guards, weren't able to come off that on-ball screen and allow Humphreys to roll. So it seems to have uh, come up with a different plan that second half, the Sixers, and it's been more of an up-and-down game, less uh, reliance on that high pick-and-roll. So Humphreys has found himself in different situations, particularly uh, early on in that third quarter with penetration from Nick Marshall. So... You know, penetration coming from different parts of the keyway meant that the rotations weren't as set for New Zealand and that allowed Humphreys to get to the front of the rim and get some easy ones. So different style of offense in the second half for the Sixers has led to more productivity in the half court. Some basketball royalty in the building. Sapper, we just saw Aaron Phillips on the uh, big screen. Well, Isaac Humphreys thought about another three. He was left alone. Crowd wanted him to take it. Might have heard the murmur. Sunday Detch can't make his shot. Cheatham, the rebound. Scott Innes is not happy at all. Jackson Cartwright has thrown it away. No. Mitch McCarran, last one to touch it. Good pressure from McCarran there to stop the fast break. No easy task when 
Cartwright is bearing down on you. 13-point lead to the Adelaide 36ers. 4.13 to go on the tyre power MVP clock. The MVP tyre experts for your family. Crowd getting into it. Jackson Cartwright drives baseline. Tried to find Cheatham. McCarran got a hand in there. Got it back to Vasilovic. Drives strong on Liafa. Good hands again from Liafa. I've seen that about four or five times. He's an outstanding defender, Liafa, and uh, he's deceptively strong. Uh, my son's mm. played with him at the Phoenix and yep. uh, said, yeah, he was an outstanding defender and you know one that doesn't get pushed out very often and uh, certainly strong and a great matchup with him and Vasilovic. I mean, that's a going at it again now from the post and got another hand, Liafa, and stripped that. Forced to steal from Vasilievich, and you know, I, I, yeah, Liafa is not a mismatch in a number of different circumstances. No. You know, he's capable of defending all those ways. Now, the the upside, if you're a 36er fan, is that that was 20 seconds of a 24 second shot clock, and the the game clock is winding down as that's happening. So, you know, breakers need more possessions here. Need sixes to take quick shots, and sixes their discipline won't let that happen. Jackson Cartwright pulls up from the elbow. Mitch McCarran, the board. Playing a really good second half. 36 is skipper. Vasilovic, up to the foul line. Again, the hands from Lee Arthur. Stripped him. The feed from Gina McBurney! Oh, my! That was huge. That will be replayed for a long time. Oh, my! The crowd are in shock. That was massive. From Cheetah, make sure you see that on the replay as McCarran puts up a three-pointer. Cheetah the board. Can we just see that again? Jackson down the other end. Jackson Cartwright lays it in for two. It's a nine-point game, Bonds. Was out to 16 or 18 and a couple of ill-advised shots. A few excellent defensive possessions from Isaiah Liafa and breakers are back in this with a real sniff. McCarran to Humphreys. Outside the arc, little handoff to Vasilovic. Got to the foul line, that's a tough shot, can't make it. Galloway, the rebound, puts it back in. Another offensive rebound. They'll be ruining those defensive rebound opportunities, miss the breakers. It's too many second chance opportunities. Galloway with a very crucial steadying basket. And there's a foul on this play. I think it's going to be called on DJ Vasilovic. It is. And it will be a baseline ball. And New Zealand want a timeout. Third foul on DJ Vasilovic. No stats for budget car and truck, truck rental. Get to the good stuff. 13-27-27. Timeout with 2.11 left on the tyre power clock. Sixers lead at 72-61. What do you got for us, Sapper? Oh, look, uh, just some individual stats at the moment. DJ Vasilievich has got to be close to a career-high 13 rebounds. Yes. Uh, he's been absolutely outstanding on the defensive boards. Give a lot of credit, too, to the Adelaide big men who are wrestling all day with the, their New Zealand counterparts, which allows the guards to step in and get those. But he's been able to start the break. 13 rebounds, outstanding. Mitch McCarran, six assists off the bench. Uh, been very good there and been very instrumental in getting other players open as well. Uh, Nick Marshall with four assists as well. So um, plenty of contributors for the 36ers there. 
and Parker Jackson can't ride up to 21 points now himself. 8 of 17 from the field. Only 1 of 5 from the three-point line. And, you know, in all honesty, I'm done talking about the, the terrible three-point shooting for the breakers at the moment. They have had their opportunities, absolutely. Just, you know, you've got to be able to shoot to win those big games. But they can't figure out how to be more um, potent from that three-point line. They're not going to venture too far into the playoffs, you wouldn't think. But, no. Um, you know, good news for them. They're still in the game, still 11-point game, and most basketball people would be saying, well, they're probably not going to win by seven or more in regulation, but if they can get it, uh, you know, they won't want to... Interesting, they won't want to lose by one either. They'll try... They won't want to win by three. They'll try yes. and get a draw. Liapa hits the bomb. All of a sudden, 72-64. Two minutes to play. Foul called on Rubes to Vicious, I think. We'll wait for it. it is. It is his fifth foul. And he will check out of the game. Cam Glidden will check in. Gets the friendly wave from the Adelaide fans. <laughs> Trent Flowers waving as well. <laughs> oh, man, that kid. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, that, is that a ton thing if you're a part of the no, opposition you don't to wave that. off? You don't, the, uh, you don't wave off. No, he's just being part of a fun tonight. Yeah, he's enjoying it. Out with a neck injury. Sunday Detch. Extended pressure from the breakers. Swings it to McCarran. Gets to the foul line. McCarran's pulled away short. Fell in the lap of Humphreys. Kicked it out to Galloway. He looks at a triple. It's the iron. Not quite, Good board, Cheatham. Not quite sure why the Sixers are shooting it so quickly. Glidden thought about the three. Got it to Lee Arthur. Back to Glidden. And down goes another three. Scotty Ninnis is furious and calls a timeout. Well, McCarran's done a lot of good things this game, but a fadeaway jump shot from the foul line with 14 seconds left on the shot clock was not one of them. And then uh, Jack up another shot from Galloway with nine seconds left on the clock. They've got one minute 32 left. Now they're five points down. Just use the clock a little bit more. So poor clock management at, on that stage with the 36ers. And then what do the breakers have as an option to do? They've got to run. And then yes. they had a numbers advantage for a five or six seconds on that last play with one guy trying to guard two and a couple of guys just dawdling back over half court. So it's like the Sixers don't understand the urgency of their situation. I mean, it doesn't make any difference to their um, season, but it makes a lot of difference to New Zealand. And you want to win the game. Well, 1 minute 32 left, five points down. A couple of different things have to happen here, Bonds. I don't think there's enough time for the New Zealand breakers to win by seven that they need to do. Yes. So they need to force overtime. And so they'll be trying to manage that clock. So don't be surprised if if it's a tie with 20 seconds to go and New Zealand has the has the ball. They don't shoot. They don't shoot it. So they're not trying to win in overtime. They're trying to they're trying to trying to win an overtime, not yeah. trying to win a regulation. Be smart player, and I'm sure the New Zealand coaching staff is all over that. Is the Sunday Det tries to get over half court and he cannot. Somehow McCarran got it, but they're going to turn it over the Adelaide 36ers with a backcourt violation. Again, good heads up play. Cam Glidden was in there with a hand. Leafa was pressuring the ball. It's a five-point game, 123 left on the tire power clock. Jackson Cartwright. Takes on Vasilovic. Good D from Vasilovic. In and out. Big possession. McCarran the board. Vasilovic held up by Abercrombie. He is fouled. 
And he will walk the 90 feet to the foul line for two shots. Just needed to go in that shot from Jackson Cartwright. Yeah, still, you know, an eternity of time in terms of yes. timeouts and possessions and those types of things. And they're not quite at the foul uh, time yet, but another possession and they will be. Vasilovic at the line for two. Makes the first. Now you take a layup if you're the sixes early in the offense, but you don't want to play negative either. Can't make the second. Cheat him the board. Two possession game. Leartha, Jackson Cartwright for three. That's off. Humphreys the board. Quick handoff to McCarran. Extended pressure from Abercrombie. Long pass to the center of the court. Turnover. Jackson Cartwright. Glidden for three. Can't hit it. <laughs> it was close. It looked like it was good out the hand. No, he got no reviews left. The contention over who that came off, but it was called New Zealand ball. I think they can in the last minute well, review the, those. The refs can review it. Yeah, they can, and they should. So it looks like uh, that's what's going to happen. They're checking in the hub to see who touched this last. 46.8 left on the tyre power clock. We're seeing on the screen here. It's hard to tell from that whether Sunday Beach got a fingernail on it or not. Well, the important thing is it's hard to tell. So if it's hard to tell, it's going to stay with the original call, which was New Zealand. Scotty Ninnis having a nice conversation with the ref. A bit of a laugh. Trying to relax himself, I think, Scotty. Nervous laugh. I know, <laughs> I know, the, I know the difference laugh. between uh, Ninny's real laugh and his nervous laugh. That looks like it's off Sunday Ditch. It does look like it's off Sunday Ditch. This might give us a, a better look. Definitely off the fingers. Or maybe was that Abercrombie well, getting a nail on it behind? Yeah. It's going to take a little bit more time, and it's a big possession. 73 the 36ers, 67 the New Zealand Breakers. And the refs are just trying to decide who this ball will go to. Will it be? It will be a breaker's ball. Yeah, it has to be. So they're saying Sunday Detch touched the last. Adelaide crowd don't like it. That doesn't matter. Breakers still in this. Jackson Cartwright at the top. Glidden back to Jackson Cartwright. He will take the three. And it's good. Massive shot. Every moment matters, NBL 24. What a treat. Oh, Cartwright nearly stole the inbounds pass off a Galloway pass. Come to the ball, says Mitch McCarron. Sunday Jets was waiting for it. Sixers have had all sorts of problems advancing the ball, Bonds. 73 to 70. It's a three-point game. 37 seconds left. Clinton got a hand in there. Abercrombie missed the dunk. Unbelievable. Sixers end up with it. Sunday Jets. Just has to hold it. They have to foul him now. And they do. And it was Jackson Cartwright who might have fouled him. No, they've called it on Abercrombie. That's his fourth personal foul. But the foul, if it went to Jackson Cartwright, that would have been his fifth. And he's just got the technical. 
Oh, no. Oh, that is horrible. Jackson Cartwright was arguing with the ref or was having words with the ref. The ref called a tech and he's out of the game. Oh, the drama, boss, the drama. NBL action on your home of sport, SEN. He just hit a massive three Parker Jackson Cartwright and then just too mouthy on a play that was not going to be changed. Vasilovich makes the tech. Gives the Sixers a four point lead with 26.2 on the clock. And Sunday Detches at the line for two shots. Wiley will come in for Galloway. Yeah, it was a wobbly inbounds pass. Almost two turnovers in a row, Galloway there. And Sixers didn't do him any favours by not helping, by getting uh, open on the inbounds. Sunday Detch makes the bucket and makes it a little bit harder. Trenton Flowers giving love hearts to his fans on the big screen. Sunday Detch misses the second. Two possession game still. Cheatham the rebound. Abercrombie for three. Looked really nice out the hand. Vasilovic the rebound. Double team has to get the ball forward. And called for a travel. Be a breaker's ball, 12.1 on the clock. <laughs> Talk about the wheels falling off. He's just going down on axles. Boy, incredible last couple of minutes in this game. Makes you wonder why teams don't pressure more often. The success that the breakers have had in these last three minutes by double teaming and trapping, Sixers have absolutely wilted. Do you go for the three or the quick two here, Sapper? Uh, either one is going to be valuable. It's a two-possession game. Cheatham, Liatha, he puts up the three, hits the front of the rim, and it will be a Sixers ball from the baseline. Needed to hit a three-pointer at the biggest time. 8.5, the Sixers have had trouble even getting the ball in. Should be screening for each other and keep space everywhere else, but right now there's too many blue jerseys in the, in the backcourt and therefore allows all the New Zealand breakers to press up. Let's go, give you Hats off to the New Zealand Breakers to get back in this game. They were down by 16 at one point. Vasilovic out with a blood rule. And quickly tape up Vasilovic's head. McCarran to inbound the ball. Can't find anyone. Went to Nick Marshall down the other end. Oh, he was fouled. That's got to be unsportsmanlike. And we'll just see whether it is. They call a regular foul. Yeah. Go to the line for two. Should have been unsportsmanlike. Yeah, should have been. No chance of making a play on the ball there. They can't you know, use their review up, so now they've got to take it. That was the fourth foul on... Two made free throws Seven. here. Game is over. But it's a still a 2.2 possession game otherwise. Nick Marshall cannot make the first. 75-70 with 7.6 on the clock. Burbank Holmes inspiring design scoreboard. Marshall makes the second six-point game. New Zealand needs two threes. Liapa pulls up for one of them. That hits the iron. Wiley the rebound, and this game is done.
<laughs> New Zealand will finish sixth on the ladder. And Scotty Ninnis will finish with a winning record as coach, 8-7. As the Adelaide 36ers get the win, 76-70. to 70. They did it hard in the end. New Zealand were brave. But their season is still alive. The Breakers will play the Kings in the play-in tournament. Yeah, well... Full credit to New Zealand for playing that out. They played all they could. Just the you know, horrible shooting all the way through the night just let them down. And when they finally started to make some of those three-pointers, they came rushing back, double-teaming, creating turnovers. And all the drama in the, in the world lumped on the on the heads of the 36 of players in that last minute and a half and finally pulled it out. Bit more drama to, to unfold yet. Will McDowell-White didn't re-enter that game um, you know, as a uh, suspected shoulder injury, he didn't look real good. No, uh, and he's holding his he's holding his arm against his stomach, so trying not to move that shoulder. And, so. no, and no Finn Delaney either, so we wonder yes. if that's an injury or whether that's just a coach's decision. But, uh, yeah, Breakers have got some, some mending to do before they meet up with the Sydney Kings. And let's be honest, everyone in Australia is rooting for the New Zealand Breakers over the Sydney Kings. <laughs> About time the Sydney Kings didn't feature in that grand final. They've been so good for uh, the last couple of years, but uh, might be up against it this time with a slightly younger group. So, yeah, plenty to unfold yet in the NBL 24 in terms of the finals race, but that is the end for the 36ers, and a great way to end it was. All right, we'll uh, catch our breath here and come back for our post-game show. So stay with us. 36ers running out winners, 76 to 70. Back down the other end, Jackson Cartwright. The little bounce pass to Matty oh, And a wow. foul called on Humphreys. Crowd doesn't like it. Humphreys doesn't like it. It looked clean. And we will see a review. Unsuccessful, <laughs> it is called Zapper. <laughs> to the booze of the Adelaide crowd. He is short on the first one. Do you think... There's some basketball karma coming in the form of a cheeseburger. Oh, I think so. <laughs> it would be poetic justice. It looks short. There it, it is. Looks short. <laughs> and the code word is hot if you are in South Australia. Welcome, welcome back to the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. This is the post-game show for DrinkWise. You won't miss a moment if you drink wise. And the basketball gods were watching their sapper as look. It was a it was a contentious foul on Isaac Humphreys, but in the end, everyone got cheeseburgers, so everyone's happy. Everyone is happy, yeah. and and all 36ers win to boot. And it was not as easy as it should have been, Bonds. It was a comfortable double-digit victory, double-digit lead with, yes. you know, maybe a minute and a half to go, and then Sixers just forgot to play basketball. And you know, <laughs> turnovers in the half court, giving up transition threes. I mean, if it wasn't for the rancid three-point shooting of a New Zealand Breakers, it could have been a much different scenario. So just lucky that Breakers missed. But, you know, credit to Sixers. They uh, had to play against a team that has been playing pretty well. Although injury riddled, and there's a lot to play out, and we'll talk about that in a minute about the New Zealand Breakers' injury worries. But um, yeah, they showed a lot of fight and heart to get back into that game and make it a uh, well, lot 9,500 very nervous 36 supporters in this building right at the end there. 
We'll uh, look at some stats for budget car and truck rental. Get to the good stuff. 13, 27, 27, Sapper. Individual performances first. Uh, player of the game, and we'll probably get to that later. But yes. four, 14 rebounds, career high for DJ Vasiljevic. 25 points. 15 points uh, from Isaac Humphreys, all in the second half. Six rebounds to go with that. Uh, Love what Nick Marshall brought to the game as well because he got uh, Isaac Humphreys involved in that second half. He had four assists and was a perfect three of three for his eight points from the field. Uh, six assists for Mix McCarron, played a good captain's game. A little bit wobbly there, as did his teammates in that last little bit, but um, able to see that out. And a 57-44 rebound advantage for the 36ers, including 20 offensive rebounds. So what about the, which we, have, we haven't seen anything like that from the Sixers this year. And that's, you know, and that's a great indicator of hustle and effort. Yep. So, you know, the Sixers came to play with their energy and effort today. It wasn't the prettiest game by any means, and it was a, definitely a defensive slog. Couldn't get much going from that point of view. Credit both defences for that, but yeah, it was an excellent rebounding effort from the Sixers. New Zealand had 14 offensive rebounds themselves, but just yep. just could not get it going from the three-point line. I think most uh, of them win that last three minutes. Yeah, they were. Late <laughs> flurry you know, to make it eight for 36 on 22%, but nowhere near where they wanted to be. And you looked at the way that the the chess match was unfolding, and Ninnis was happy for the Sixers to let New Zealand bang away from the three-point line as long as they didn't, didn't get to the basket and their big guys didn't start dominating inside the paint. And that's what happened. They just kept it uh, a stoic half-court defense, played zone for a lot of that first half, and uh, just dared the playmakers from the New Zealand breakers to, to score points. And to that respect, McDowell White and Parker Jackson Cartwright both were their leading scorers at halftime. So that's what the Sixers gave up, and that's what the New Zealand breakers took. And it was only a two-point game at halftime, but it was that third quarter, excellent third quarter from the Sixers and keeping the breakers to only 12 points and scoring 21 themselves was an excellent defensive effort, and that's what changed the game. As we look out on court, Derek Rucker in the uh, white suit. Could you pull that off, you reckon? Well, it's now the time to talk about um, my Las Vegas wedding story. I got married in a white uh, Elvis jumpsuit. Well, that's a little bit different. <laughs> Ruck's out here not getting married. He's on TV. <laughs> Just as embarrassing as you ask me. <laughs> nah, look, uh, he, yeah, look, he's a lot smoother than I am, so I'm not qualified to talk about that. Although, might I say, I'm still, I'm oh, still you are immaculately a You are a fashionista. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Uh, play of the game for Burbank Homes is prime design and personal service. Well, coming out of the third quarter, New Zealand would have been rearing and fired up. They had a terrible... Um, uh, they had a terrible third quarter and they lost that lead and they would have been up for a defensive stop and it's a critical time at the start of that third quarter to establish the momentum in that fourth and Scott Ninnis ran a masterful play, a backdoor um, weak side screen. McCarron threw the ball high up above the backboard. Jacob Wiley nearly hit his head on the backboard for an yes. awesome alley-oop slam. Perfectly executed and perfect timing. And that sort of stuff drains the energy. It's not It's not just two points. It's an emotional draining incident that happens to the breakers. And that sort of stuff is really well-timed and a brilliant play. Uh, spectacular, no, no doubt, but also very important. So... Uh, play of the day goes to that alley-oop uh, at the start of the fourth quarter, Jacob Wiley and Miss McCarran. Yeah, hopefully we'll uh, be speaking to Nick Marshall as well, one of the Adelaide 36ers, and just, he's made a, a bit of an impression this year. He's got didn't get a lot of court time early in the season, but since Scotty Dennis took over, been given a bit more opportunities, and now he's made that Boomer squad. Well, you know, like, this is what frustrates me, Bonds. Uh, 
you know, if if I'm zooming out and I'm going, why aren't Adelaide kids getting court time? And then we go, oh, well, maybe not up to it. Well, you know, maybe if you give them a chance, they'll, they'll show that they're up for it. And Nick Marshall has been, you know, everyone's saying, oh, how great Nick Marshall's going to be, and but just didn't get their court time. Steve J. Bruton was one of those guys who was saying how great, great Nick Marshall's going to be. He just didn't see the light of day. Yes. But uh, Ninnis has put him in the starting lineup uh, for large parts of this second half of the season and uh, just shown that he can do stuff. And I think in the, in the trajectory of a young player's career, there's a, um, can I play at this level? And then you get a chance and you go, yeah, I can actually play at this level. And then you start to get, a, you know, you, you start to get confident out there and comfortable. And, you know, from a psychological point of view, you start to understand what to focus on and what yes. not to focus on. So if I could use my own experience, um, when I first got on the court as a 17-year-old in the NBL, I'm going, oh, look how many people there are. Look at that person. Yeah. That, that person's famous. Look at all those cheerleaders. Look at my uniform. Look at the cheerleaders. That's Lee Roy Loggins. My, my mind was all over the place, you know. But you yeah. get the you, you get that uh, once you're out there for a while, you start to you know, feel comfortable there, and then you obviously then know how to focus on things. And then, you know, once you learn how to focus on the, the broad stuff, then you know how to focus on individual stuff, and you just start to understand the game a bit better. So I think that's where Nick Marshall is at now. He's past the... Um, the over-arousal stage, and now he's in the... I, I actually know what to do while I'm out yep. here, and I know who I want to concentrate on. Now, he got the unenviable task of guarding Jackson Cartwright, first of all, and, and look, he, he's not fast enough to guard no. him, but who, who was? And it was great that Scott Ninnis thought that that was the guy that we should you know, put on him. So I think that's that bodes well for him. And, uh, you know, I think the other thing is, um, you know, really awesome to, to see, uh, you know, him get a chance and him to do well. And he and that sort of stuff paves the way for other young South Australian players to play on the Sixers in the future. So, you know, what if Lachlan Oldbridge got a better chance at the, um, at the 36ers early yes. on? You know, what if, you know, there's a lot of what ifs there, but there's enough good South Australian players playing around the country and overseas to form... Uh, the, the basis of a new development program and a new era in the 36ers that, in, that has a lot more South Australia focus to it. This is the day's play for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. We're going to take a break and come back, hopefully speak to Nick Marshall straight after this. The Adelaide 36ers taking out the win 76 to 70. Back soon. Welcome back to the post-game show for Drink Wise. You won't miss a moment if you drink wise. The Sixers getting the win 76 to 70. And we're lucky enough to have Nick Marshall from the Adelaide 36ers with us. Nick, um, congratulations on the win and personally your season as well. And we'll get into that a bit later. But, uh, geez, you made hard work of it in the, down the stretch there. Yeah, it wasn't pretty, but we got the job done. So that's all that matters. We got to finish with a win, which is nice for the fans. So, yeah, it's good. Perfect three of three from the field, including a nice three at the important time. Four assists, no turnovers. Very tidy game from you. Yeah, I was playing my game, trying to get other guys easy looks and just, yeah, just really just letting whatever the defence gave me, really. You've been starting and uh, that's been a, you know, I think fits well for the people out there. What has been your um, mission in terms of uh, what the coaches have told you to do as a starter? Really, it's just obviously lock, I'll be guarding the best player, so it's trying to make it tough for them. And then offensively, it's just crashing no boards, making it easier for those other guys, getting, like I said, go screens, trying to just 
mix it up so that those other guys can get open, really. Yeah, so speaking of guarding the best player, you had the um, the matchup on Parker Jackson Cartwright. You wouldn't have guarded someone as fast as him before. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> lightning quick and definitely one of the quickest dudes, I think, playing basketball all around the world. So <laughs> yeah. it was, it's tough. <laughs> yeah, look, you know, how do you prepare for something like that? What was the scout from your point of view? Uh, we were just kind of happy with him shooting threes and then he lo- loves to drive left. So we're just trying to cut send him back to his right hand and then kind of live with those middies and those like off the dribble threes and that was really what he did tonight and he did make a few and yeah. he's going to he's a great basketball player so yeah i think we did a solid job on him which was good yeah absolutely and got him clearly frustrated because he you know that it was a game changing tech foul that he got right at the yeah, end there's pure frustration so that's an, in, in, an indicator of an accumulation of you know annoyance really yeah uh, i loved out of the um out of halftime break with you know, Humphreys hadn't scored yet and a couple of plays within sort of three or four plays of the first half you'd had two assists you drove a couple of times gave him a couple of nice easy ones to get him going he finished with 15 points in the second half and was instrumental in that but it took a different look to get them they were doing a great job of hard showing on those high on ball screens which meant there was no separation the guard couldn't get over that yep. screen to get Humphreys going so it was interesting that the only time he was able to get free was you know, drives from different angles. So that was yeah. It was just like yeah. uh, I've loved playing with Ice. He's a great big man, one of the best five mans I think in the league. So he just makes my job easier. I can just drive and just little dump offs, and that's kind of what I did to get him get going. Mm -hmm. And yeah, obviously he finished those off. It seems to be what you're bringing. You know, you can shoot it for sure, but it seems to be your exploratory dribbles to try and make it through, and you're able to turn the corner a few things and just keep that dribble alive. One more dribble and. Those little handoffs and creative um, things that seem to be working for you. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's, well, it's easy to play with those guys when I'm being aggressive. So I think that was also another key to just really being aggressive. And then when my shot's there, I can take it. And then those little dump-offs, they'll be in the spots and they can finish it. Yep. What's next for you in the off-season? Off-season, I'll... Well, I'm heading this week to the Boomers. So I'm excited for that, which will be really cool. And then I'll be taking a little bit of time off and then back to the grind and back working out and then head back down to Mount Gambia for NBL one season. Yeah, what, a, what, a boomer's tour is not a grind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, did, I was just saying after, you know. Yeah, no, but that's yeah, awesome, it's man. Gonna that's be, awesome. It is. It's going to be, I'm excited for it, especially with DJ, Isaac and Maka. It's yeah. cool to go with those guys. And I also know a few of the other guys on did, the team as well. With, I'm guessing there's no expectations of get being on that Boomers squad. Um, a bit of a surprise when you got the yeah, call? Yeah, it was definitely a surprise. I was not expecting it at all. Obviously, last year I got to do it as well, yes. which was also another surprise. But, yeah, I'm super grateful to be able to go represent Australia. And, yeah, really, I'm really excited. Congratulations. Um, thanks for your time. We're uh, almost running out of time, unfortunately. But uh, well done on your season personally and a great win tonight. Too easy. Thank you, guys. Appreciate thanks. it. Nick Marshall joining us from the Adelaide 36ers in the Boomers squad as well. And uh, we wish him all the best as he heads off to put the green and gold on. And, um, Sapper, we've... Uh, almost out of time, but we need to get the player of the game for tyre power selected, Kumo Tyres at slam dunk prices. DJ Vasilievich, 25 points, 14 rebounds, 4 assists, uh, unreal. He was great, wasn't he? Yep. No, Absolutely was... fantastic. As Trenton Flowers are just saying, goodbye, stay safe, and uh, safe travels, my friend. He's been uh, outstanding, that man, hasn't he? Yeah, look, he's... Uh, oh, even, even just that, to come up and say goodbye to us before he leaves. Yep. 
Well, uh, I, don't know, I don't know what how long his basketball career is going to last, but uh, politics or sales or something <laughs> like that. Like, yeah, you got you got nine thousand five hundred people will, willing to eat out of the palm of his hand. So I think he uh, wants to buy Lamborghinis, not sell them. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's going to be able to do that if he uh, his trajectory keeps going. But uh, look, you know, he would have liked uh, a better outcome from his personal um, year over here yes. in terms of his playing. But he's done everything right off the court and. Um, you know, I've been at a few of the promos that the Sixers have turned up to, and he's magic with the kids. He's unreal. Fair to say, a steep learning curve for him as well. Yeah, look, and you know, that's what you that's what you subscribe to when you come to the NBL. You want um, to be playing against seasoned professional men. Yeah. He could have gone to college and played against other kids, and he might have been exciting, and that would have had a lot more publicity over there. But his learning would have been outstanding, and I think his handlers, if you can call them that, would have been quite uh, happy with the exposure that he got to high-level, smart type of basketball. And and I thought that uh, you know, even though he didn't get um, you know what he wanted out of the second half of the season, he got to, to play some uh, pretty important minutes early in the year. And um, you know, the other thing was he changed his game. So from pre-season, he's playing on the ball. Yes, um, it didn't go well, but uh, off the ball. In, uh, in the second on in, in the season proper and he's had some pretty impactful moments we've had an absolute ball bringing you every Adelaide 36's home game this year um, a special thanks to your fill-ins uh, Luke Schencher and David Cooper who filled in for a couple of games thanks to you my friend um, it's great to have you as part of the SEN team and uh, the insights you give game per game are, are outstanding so I appreciate you being here all year yeah great fake fun calling Bonds and it is a, uh, a fun atmosphere to be in and uh, yeah, can't wait to do it again Thanks to Riggs back in the studio for looking after us as well for most of the year. And uh, he's cut up some highlights that we'll go out to. Um, and especially thanks to everyone who's listened to the Adelaide 36ers games, home games all year, and to our friends over in New Zealand. Couldn't get the job done, your boys, tonight, but you're still alive and in the playoffs. So from all of us here, we'll see you next time from the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. This is goodbye. Big O-board by Isaac Humphreys. Back up and under. That doesn't go either. Can't get the roll. Kadee the rebound. He lays it in for two. Well, everyone's had a good look so far, Bond. McDowell White at the other end. Intercepted by Galloway. Got a hand in there. Back down the other end. Takes it all the way. Kyron Galloway and rolls it in for two. Marshall in the corner for three. Didn't hesitate on that one, Bonds. Jackson Cartwright takes the three. And he's going to exploit these other speed and mismatch down the other end. So a little bit of whisper from Marshall. You're going to post me up. We're going to dump threes on you. Kadee hits a long looping three. Well, outstanding shot there. Zero time to get that off. McDowell White had closed space really quickly. And Weaved his way through and drawing the foul and making the bucket is Will McDowell White. It was a little out of control. What a nice finish. Vasilovic, guarded by Liafa, just shoots over his head for three. Oh, 28-22, Vasilovic driving, starting to feel it, the DJ. That's a good fight on the board from Wiley and Marshall. Marshall puts it in, makes it a two-point game. Stolen by Wiley, who goes all the way down the other end and was going to dunk a finger on it. Humphreys had it down court. McCarran, a little head fake, and the finger roll puts the Adelaide 36ers back in front. Detch makes the second. Two-point lead to the Sixers, 
It's in the hands of Jackson Cartwright. He pulls up for a triple, a long triple, hits the back of the iron, and that will be a half-time score. The Adelaide 36ers lead it by two, 37-35. Vasilovic at the top, eight on the shot clock, takes a long bomb, three, and bakes it in. And it warms a couple of Ruben Cavill's heart. Onto the foul on Vasilovic. The head fake was beautiful when he went in and laid it in for two. Cheatham went for the big tomahawk dunk. It was denied by Humphreys. Wow, massive defensive play from Humphreys. Nick Marshall, little handoff to Humphreys. Back-to-back -back buckets for the Adelaide 36ers centre. And New Zealand, what a timeout. Marshall driving on Abercrombie. The little bounce pass to Humphreys. Two more for the Sixers centre. Humphreys went to Wiley. This is terrible play. Somehow Wiley's got a turn around. Oh, that's never got in. <laughs> Six on the shot clock. Here's Vasilovic at the top of three. <laughs> Everything is falling all of a sudden for the Adelaide 36ers. The bench is laughing. Mitch McCarran will get us underway. He lobbed back to Wiley for the alley-oop. Justin Fastflavers play of the corner right there to start us up. Sunday, Sunday that's Barry's a three. Wow. 16-point lead at the moment. Couldn't have been a better start again. McCarran, spin move. handoff to Humphreys. Laid it in for two. Good minutes from McCarran. Got the pick from Wiley. Gets to the foul line. Kicks it out in the corner. Isaac Humphreys for three. Oh, now they're just showing off. Vasilovic up to the foul line again. The hands from Liapa stripped him. The feed from Gina McBurney. Oh, my. That was huge. That will be replayed for a long time. Oh, my. Glidden back to Jackson Cartwright. He will take the three. And it's good. Massive shot. Liapa pulls up for one of them. That hits the iron. Wiley the rebound, and this game is done. <laughs> New Zealand will finish sixth on the ladder. And Scotty Ninnis will finish with a winning record as coach. Eight to seven. As the Adelaide 36ers get the win. 76 to 70.